In the market for investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry, Rebag is the answer. Rebag is a luxury resale platform where each piece is carefully inspected by experts to ensure quality and authenticity. Use Rebag to buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Louis Vuitton, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com and get up to 15% off your first purchase as a member with code REBAGNEW. Shop today at Rebag.com. That's R-E-B-A-G.com. And use promo code REBAGNEW for up to 15% off your first purchase as a member. Selling a little... Or a lot? <coughs> Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. What I love about Shopify is basically how no matter how big you want to grow, Shopify gives you everything you need to take control and take your business to the next level. I know we use Shopify here at Betches. And honestly, anyone with any kind of business could really benefit from Shopify. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout, 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklyn, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash betches, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash betches now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash betches. Welcome to So Bad It's Good with Ryan Bailey, the podcast where we cover all the pop culture we love to hate. From the classic reality TV moments of the past and present to the latest Daily Mail headlines and everything in between. We'll dive into all the infamous and notorious messes you can't stop watching. I'm looking at you, Jax Taylor. I'm your host, Ryan Bailey. What's up, you guys? Welcome to Wednesday. It's hump day, folks. So that means a sexy show today. And if uh, you just heard that song, I Want Your Sex, you would think, Ryan, are you doing a So Bad It's Good After Dark episode? You're damn right I am. 
Let's uh, let's loosen it up. Let's put the bathrobes. <laughs> let's put the bathrobes on. Let's be sexy together, okay? Um, <laughs> I've started this horribly. <laughs> um, okay, so let me give you a little. This is going to be a little bit different than what I usually do. There is a recap involved, and it's um, it's very. Uh, we're talking like NC seventeen. No, it's like a hard R. There's a hard R rating. You know, I know a lot of families will listen to me together at the dinner table or the breakfast nook. Um, don't do that today. This is for the adults, okay? I don't want to. This is for the adults because. We're watching together a smut movie today. It's a dirty movie, and it's called Fifty Shades of Grey. And I need to give you a little bit of a backstory of just why I'm doing that. Um, you know, because I hate myself. That's obviously the answer. So the Fifty Shades of Grey is, is based on this trilogy book series. And you're like, Ryan, you just, you already did a a, a big recap of the twilight movies so if you guys don't know i did a all the twilight movies i had never seen the movies and annabelle DeSisto from adderall and compliments if you don't know her you you probably heard her on this show but she i mean to me is in the pantheon of podcasters and has been doing her podcast for i gosh i think five or six years she's just great and she's always uh she's been one of my biggest supports and she's like she just turned out to be one of my really great friends and i was just thinking about this a second ago was that it's like i saw her a year ago i think this week um it was like right or like right before coronavirus happened and that's the last time i saw her in a year because she went and stayed with her with her folks and she's like like doing horse riding competitions now. And she said she's learning archery. Like there's a whole thing going on over there, but I miss my seeing my friend in person. And so the second best thing you get to do is you get a podcast. So we did all five twilight movies. Was there five or six? I don't know. We did them all over on Adderall and compliments and I'm really proud of my suffering. So if you guys want to hear that it is over there, they're, they're over the last six months. Um, but I said, you got to come on, um, so bad it's good and we got to do a movie. And then I was like, Hey, you know what I know is another movie series that like, you know, I get bashful when I think of is that 50 shades of gray. And I'd never seen that. And so we agreed to do that. And so I watched it. I, I put it off, put it off, watched it this morning. I'm, I'm talking to you on when uh, this is Tuesday night, watch it this morning. And if you want to see my actual firsthand reactions, I have a highlight reel on my Instagram stories. There's like a hundred of them because you guys, this is ridiculous. I mean, this is ridiculous that this movie was even allowed to be released. And for shame, the people in the listening audience that are like, I enjoyed it. I found it was sexy. Uh, you know, one person actually did respond to my story and she's like, I really liked it. And I was like, what block? No, 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 not at all. Um, but it, it, I do, I do want to say this movie was not sexy in the least. And I was looking for a sexy time. I was, it was 11 AM. I was like, I would love to be, um, taken away to a magical, sexy place. Uh, I do want to warn I do want to warn everybody. And I know we're all adults here and, and we, we've, there's, there's language on the show and concepts and, but there will be, there will be sexual talk. There will be, and this is the movie and this is not me bringing up butt plugs. This is the movie. So I want to make that delineation is that Ryan does not use butt plugs yet. Uh, but 50 shades of gray, it seems like it's, it's like a big plot point. So I want everybody to be mentally prepared for that. I think this is a great, um, podcast because it's like two hours. I think this is great to like take a drive, uh, go on vacation to, um, these are nice. Like, so you don't have to listen to all this at once. I think this is, 
I was I was laughing my ass off. So hopefully you guys will get that same enthusiasm because I think making fun of somebody that makes a woman fill out a 70 page contract um, to have sex with her. I think there's something weirdly humorous about that. And especially in today's age, this shit with this Christian get gray. That's the lead character's name. You guys played by this Irish guy, Jamie Dornan. And we never see his his penis and balls. You guys, it's all only female nudity. And I feel like we have graduated like this is 2021. Damn it. We I don't personally want to see penis and balls. But guess what? I support my women friends and my gay friends in seeing as much penis and balls as they until they get their fill of penis and balls. Drink every time I say penis and balls. <laughs> so um, so there will be language like that. I just want to make sure everybody's prepared. And if, it, you know, there's no shame in ducking out now. I think you're going to miss out on a really funny episode. But I just want everybody to know, just in case uh, you get in there and you're like, what? Ryan talking about anal beads. I'm out. Um, <laughs> so... Uh, yeah, we go through the whole movie. Uh, I think we're going to do the whole series. So we'll split those up over every couple weeks or something. Um, so I'm not doing, uh, Real Housewives of New York. The trailer dropped this morning. I will be reviewing that and some, like, there's a whole episode I have that'll be out on Thursday morning with mainly Bravo. Um, you know, mainly Bravo Raven. She has the podcast bitches better. Uh, she's a Bravo genius. So she is coming on to, we're going to break down the Roni trailer. We're going to talk about this week's summer house, which you will see, um, uh, Thursday night. So you'll have that on Thursday morning to get you ready. But right now, can I take you away to a magical, sexy place where we can just take our tops off. We can just let our nipples flow free like Anastasia Steele does in this movie frequently. And we can just enjoy love and how love when you're in love with when two people are in love, they make love and they have sexual intercourse. So that's what these next two hours is going to be. I hope I'm not over explaining this. And that's why I thought it was fitting that I did a remix at the top of I Want Your Sex by George Michael, which I remember as a little kid. My parents were like, you do not listen to this filth. And now I listen to it all the time. I listen to it all the time. And I just, it's made me such a dirty person. Ah, I miss George Michael. Um, okay. So that's that. If you want Patreon, uh, there's going to be a Real Housewives of Dallas recap of tonight's episode out, I think, in a day and a half. Summer House was supposed to be out tonight, but Emily Clayton, my my partner in crime for Summer House, she had a kitchen fire. And I think she is she is okay. I know that for a fact. But we had to postpone it a day. So that will be out um, late tomorrow night, I believe. And, um, what else? Yeah. Support me at the Patreon email me. Uh, I did get an email today that I'll be writing uh, you back. If you're listening about a, a complaint and, and that's great to hear too. And I also, oh my God, you guys, uh, yesterday I talked about the, the, um, the girl on my Instagram stories with the cream cheese and the chocolate chips. And I, you know, cause I was fixated on it. I couldn't stop thinking about it. And I woke up this morning. She, she listens to the show. I didn't, I had no clue. She listened to the show. And then all of a sudden I'm sitting there like, that's gotta be the weirdest experience for all of a sudden to listen to a show. And all of a sudden this guy's talking about what you're eating on an Instagram story. But I do, we will need to discuss in one of the episodes coming up. Are you guys following the cinnamon toast crunch? The guy, Jensen Carp, who I know a little bit from Los Angeles, he's married to Topanga, Daniel official from boy meets world. 
And he loved cereal. He was eating a box of Cinnamon Toast Crunch, ate a bowl, and then all of a sudden felt something weird. Found shrimp tails, like two or three shrimp tails in the box. And then in further inspection of the box, found a string, what looked like string. Um, and then there was these like kind of black pieces that he was um, theorizing that could be like rat turds or something like that baked in to the cinnamon toast crunch. And what he's been doing is, you know, he's been like DMing with the cinnamon toast crunch people and they're just complete lunatics. So he literally took the cinnamon toast crunch to a scientific lab to get DNA testing to prove the, these are shrimp tails. And if you see the picture, you're like, Oh, that's a shrimp tail. But the cinnamon toast crunch people are like, no, that's granulated sugar all combined together. And it's like, yeah, that's sugar on a shrimp tail. Anyways, it, I don't want to ruin your breakfast um, because that, that would be a double ruin. Cause I'm talking about this and then I'm going to be talking about like hardcore S and M bondage in a second. So, uh, Annabelle DeSisto go support her podcast. I love her so much. Um, she is going to be on right now. I hope you guys are good. We made it to Wednesday. I am exhausted. Do you guys feel this midweek where you, I'm exhausted right now. And I'm, I'm over talking. So I am going to get right to the interview. Remember, skip around. If this isn't your scene today, it'll be your scene tomorrow. And remember, you don't have to listen all at once. Um, I really appreciate you guys. Thank you. Oh, and very exciting. I talked to a Bravo liberty tonight. Uh, well, we were DMing and it looks very good for me. There's a couple things in the work, but I will say it is so funny how everything is a fight, not like a physical or yelling fight, but you have to work really hard. And I was always told this growing up is that, you know, for things that you love, you have to work really hard. Nothing ever comes easy. And my God, I will say with podcasting, nothing ever comes easy. Even as this gets bigger, nothing comes easy. Like every time I think like, ah, oh, this is unlock, it's going to start getting easier now. It never gets easier. And that's why I guess so many things that I've been hearing all my life are kind of like coming into play right now where I'm like, well, that's, you know, if you love it, then it's not the insane hard work that it is when you're doing something you don't like. And that's true too, because it is worth to me all of the hard work and all of the challenges. And it's really exciting to be given the opportunity to find your voice through this and to get, um, you know, to learn to uh, talk to people and to learn to request things or ask people for favors that I never once would ever dream in a million years. Because at the end of the day, I believe in this. I believe in you guys. I believe in us. And there is no joke there. There's no sexy joke in there. Like, that's just how I feel. Um, and I hope you guys have this feeling at some point or with some aspect of your life. Because right now, for me, this is that for me. You guys are that for me. So uh, that's my serious sacrosanct speech for the day. And now, are you ready for So Bad After Dark? Get into your cozy jammies and let us transport you to 50 shades of gray, 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 gray. <laughs> one uh ladies and gentlemen today is a very special day at so bad it's good we're doing something a little different today and i think 
I think you're, if you like erotic journeys, I think you're going to love today's episode. Uh, I do want to preface from the start that whatever, this is a safe space, like Candy says on Real Housewives of Atlanta, what happens in the dungeon stays in the dungeon, and today's podcast is the same way. Now, we are, uh, yeah, it's sexy time here at So Bad It's Good, and the only person that I thought would be really great to to help me walk through my own sexual discoveries uh, through the art of film um, is none other than some, than a podcast host who who is is one of the best ones out there has been doing it for for years, um, but also we have a special connection because we did the entire Twilight series on her podcast Adderall and Compliments. So if you want to go check those out, if you haven't, every bit of my Twilight reactions and hers is captured on podcasting form and I'll let you, I'll let the cat out of the bag. I did not like the twilight movie. So we, she was nice enough to let, let me pick a movie and I'm already angry at her for the movie I picked. And I know I picked it, but anyways, I I'm, I'm rambling. Let's just get into it. It is Annabelle DeSisto from Adderall and compliments. Annabelle, how are you? Thank you, Mr. Bailey, for having me. Oh, she already has a line. Because, guys, that's a that's a Fifty Shades of Grey. That's the movie, Fifty Shades of Grey. It goes uh, Mr. Grey, because his name's Christian Grey, but everyone's like, Mr. Grey, this, and like, Mr. Grey can see you now. He's like a big jackass. And by the way, I, there's so much I want to talk to you about this movie, and I guess we have to talk a little bit about you first and your sexual journey. That's my favorite subject. <laughs> you know that. Oh, just before I forget, I'm wearing um, an honor of her I'm wearing my Actually that's not true Ellen she so Dakota Johnson is the lead actor female actor in this and remember when she was on Ellen DeGeneres guys and she like actually she was the one that kind of took Ellen's power away from her cuz Ellen was like oh I don't get invited to this party that you're talking about and she's like that's not true Ellen you actually, were Actually Ellen that's actually, not true <laughs> And ever since then Ellen's been cursed And now she's the Ellen Slayer no, I and I really appreciate that about, that about her, and it almost makes up for how fucking awful she is in this movie. I and I'm like, it's making me curse. I'm so sorry. The language is already out of hand. I like her. She did great nipple acting. The nipple acting was off the charts. Oh, fantastic! If they gave Oscars for nipples, I mean, she would rival. She'd have like, two of them. She'd have Meryl Streep. One for each of them. Yeah. No, see, Meryl Streep's, uh, you don't know her. Meryl Streep in the 70s had a great run of nipple work that a lot yeah, of like, people. Listen, don't. her nipples accents are flawless. Yeah, like her nipples just, you know, they, they're they chameleons. They well, can go from Miranda Priestly <laughs> to, you know, a mother in a Holocaust deciding her, which you know, of her children her, to save. They're her, flawless. Oh, I'm a nipple. I'm doing it. <laughs> Did a dingo eat my nipple? Um, the, I would the, love the Mamma Mia remake of Jess Nipples singing. Nipple, nipple. Um, the thing that I like about Dakota, well, the thing that is interesting about Dakota Johnson. So you guys, there is a lot of nudity of Dakota Johnson and not from that guy. Like we didn't get to see that guy's dick and balls once. And by the way, I have bullshit. Boo. I have warned you that this is going to have some language heavy stuff. So I'm sorry if you're listening with the kids in the car. Just like I say, I always kick them out. But there it is like I want to fight for women's rights in the sense of if I'm going to see Dakota Johnson naked, we need to see dick and balls. Like, I just feel like it's dick and balls don't shoot as like don't photograph as well as a female form. But yeah, like, they're, I feel they're pretty like, hideous. Yeah, they're, they're, but, no, I agree. But, equality, but 
equality wise i absolutely absolutely agree and the fact that this fucking leprechaun didn't have to show anything is so unfair i mean jason siegel went full frontal in forgetting sarah marshall yeah and i guess like in one of, of us i guess in like one of the interviews he said that like he's like i'm not against nudity if it progresses the story but if it doesn't progress my character's story and i'm like wait jason siegel said this no. Oh, I, the guy who played Christian. I can't do an okay. Irish <laughs> oh, yeah, with Jamie Dornan, you guys. And the fun the fun fact about that, Jamie Dornan He's the was worst. a he was a fill-in. It was originally gonna be the Sons of Anarchy guy. Uh the Charlie blog, Hunnam. Charlie Hunnam. It was really originally gonna be Charlie Hunnam, and he backed out. And so they, they got this Jamie Dornan guy. And I'm telling you, this guy. This guy makes uh, Matt James from The Bachelor looks like he has personality. Like this guy, zero personality, good looking, I guess decent body. He's a fucking potato. And I'm not even trying to make an Irish joke when I say that. He's yeah. nothing. He just no, he just sits there. My like, theory is his eyes are just like, they're just like two like little like black pieces of coal, like stuffed into like dough. Like <laughs> he's nothing. My, uh, my theory why they don't show dick and balls, of course, is because of the rating system, sure. But then also I was like, what if Jamie Dornan's one of those guys that like he's like, I have all like he has just a mountain of pubes down there. It's like a it's like a, a huge, like just a huge bush that he refused to shave. And they're like, We can't work around this. There's no CGI that can cut <laughs> this guy's pubes out of this. Like he's like, Do you like do you like the drapes? The couldn't do as much of the drapes. And <laughs> But like, oh, well, all we got to see was pubes and they did. They had our friend Jeffrey Epstein. They had the Jeffrey Epstein level. Like it was like that level. of. Oh, guys, we're not talking about Jeffrey Epstein. This is his shirt, by the way. This Ellen shirt is from (laughs) his line. (laughs) Jeffrey Epstein is not the Jeffrey, the maniac. Well, it is a different maniac, but not the the predator one. This Jeffrey Epstein has been on the podcast before. He has a podcast called manic, but also I love Jeff Epstein because all of his Instagrams and he, I actually told Jeff this like a couple weeks ago and he was like, what are you talking about? He always <laughs> like likes to show like, like where his pubes start and is like, cause he's like a good looking, like male modely kind of guy. So he's always like taking shirtless photos and I'm like, Oh, another pube shot from Jeff Epstein. And then I said that to him and he goes, what are you talking about? Like, is he not aware that he's, I mean, he ha- I thought he was in full awareness what he was doing. You, he, he was in full awareness of what he was, you know, what he was doing to you, Ryan. Like, no, not there makes me feel like, I, by the way, I do want to start an account. He where knows I, what he's doing when he posts that's those what pictures I thought for too, you. He acted, <laughs> I want to do a recreation of Jeff Epstein pictures, but it's me. You know, I would like, so love it. I bet your fan page would love it also. <laughs> my fan, my fan page is getting very personal, and it's like my fan page are my. So I posted, you guys go to my stories. It'll be in the highlights reel. I posted my reaction to the first time watching Fifty Shades of Grey, and my fan account wrote me that she didn't like the stories of me watching Fifty Shades of Grey. Like, oh, did you post Instagram stories? I didn't. Yeah, I posted. Any. Well, yeah, I just posted it. Like I watched it right before we recorded, and I posted it. So either this girl or guy, I don't. I really has not revealed the sex. I'm sorry to misgender you if you are a guy. Uh, but yeah, said In essence a bean. Yeah, said said they didn't like my watching Fifty Shades of Grey, and I was like, wow, my own fan account is turning is heckling me. you. <laughs> like I like I don't think they should be allowed to like 
critique me like that's I mean obviously you just go on to Instagram next and like the page doesn't exist it's just been erased or or they blocked blocked you or they they blocked me I'm like I used to be able to see my fan account um blocked from Jax Taylor and your own fan account so the reason this came up uh, of us watching this film is because we did do the whole Twilight series and it made me feel nothing. Like it made, there was like, I had a zero <laughs> feeling. And somebody said, you know, 50 shades of gray is like twilight fan fiction. And I was like, Oh, that's, I didn't, I didn't think that was interesting, but I was like, Oh, maybe we should watch that movie next. So you agreed to it. I had never seen the movie before and I have not read these books. What has been your experience in your, uh, your adult life as a woman with 50 shades of gray. Cause there's three of these supposedly. Yes. Um, I never read the books when mm. it was like the huge hype of it all. I guess maybe it's the wannabe like hipster rebel in me where it's like, anytime there's like a movement, I am automatically against it. I like Heisman it. And I'm like, Nope, no. It's like, <laughs> it's like too mainstream. If yeah. everyone loves it. And like most people like are idiots and like, I'm not going to like it. Like, I just, I didn't get into lost. Like I didn't get into like, I, uh, a lot of like major things. I was just like, Nope, not. Into I'm, it. I'm glad you brought lost up within the same breath as 50 shades of gray. That's great. I mean, that doesn't everyone. So yeah. it's like when, <laughs> when, this was so huge. I was like, God, those like those books seemed like horrible. And also like, ugh, like reading. No, no, thank yeah. you. So it was like already like a no go for me. And then like when the movie is going to come out, I had no intention of seeing this movie. And the only reason I did go see this movie was because I had just started. a, I had just started a liquid cleanse and I was so like, so, so hungry. And I didn't want to go back to my apartment with my roommate. So like another friend was like, here, do you want to come to the movies with me? I'm like, oh, great. That way I won't be around food. And then I was like, I'm such an idiot. I just went to the Grove, like to not be around food. Yeah, and sure. So that didn't work out well for me. So I'm like, all right, well now I'm here stuck seeing this movie and I'm starving. And so we were in a packed theater. It just come out. And I like, I audibly like, I like, cackled so loud at like one of the end parts at like one of the end lines and like everyone there was like a legitimate fan and I just seemed like some like jerk like teenage boy who just like went in to be like hey and like point and like make fun of the movie but I I could not help but like audibly laugh yeah I mean I don't say I don't think I could have kept a straight face seeing That's this a very movie. long answer for it. Yes, I've seen it before. Yeah. I should well, just, just cut also, that out. Just say I've seen it once. I'm not cutting it out. By the way, this, this is my podcast now. We don't cut things. By the way, there are, like I always like to mention with Annabelle, we have about four episodes that are on the cutting room floor with, with uh, Annabelle's cutting uh, procedure. Not over here. This is this is the no, Snyder You don't Snyder circumcise anything. No, nothing, nothing cut. Uncut. This is full um, and I also, I do have a theory that Christian Gray has a small uh, dick. Like I, I'm almost positive. Like he, I'm what shocked gave he you that? Drive. Was it the 15 cars or the It was the monster truck. He was like, hey, or... get in this monster truck with me. Yeah. Um, so they released these movies. Like I remember one of them was released on Valentine's day. Like that is so like, that is so almost manipulative of like, Hey, single ladies want to watch a girl get whipped. Like come watch, come spend your Valentine's day with Christian. He's going to make you a lady. Um, It, 
So I so let me read you a couple facts about the original Fifty Shades of Grey books, written by um, a British author named E. L. James. Which to me, I think that's a made up name. I swear to God, I think this is Stephanie Meyer from Twilight writing these books, and it's just like she can't use her real name because she's like a, a Mormon. She's into religion and stuff, so she's like, oh, I've got, "These vampire books gave me a hunger, and I need to write more." It's a better stuff. fake name than Jay Jenks. Well, exactly. Well, I'm shocked she didn't write like Renesmee James writes Fifty <laughs> Shades of Grey. Um, uh, well, do you know her screen name that she wrote it under? Is that no. one of the what facts you have? What is it? What is it? Say it. Oh, her her screen name that she posted the fan fiction under was Snow Queen's Ice Dragon. Dork. Never had sex. <laughs> A virgin wrote these books, you guys. A virgin wrote these books. We've got breaking news right here. Um <laughs> Well, that checks out. Wait, she <laughs> she wrote this. Uh, like, did she write this whole book over in like aim, like under instant message? <laughs> Was this like a choose your own adventure to like her friends? Um, so you guys, the whole concept of this book revolves around a young business magnate named Christian Gray and a college graduate, Anastasia Steele. And by the way, with great names, amazing, amazing, very true real life names, Anastasia Steele, Christian Gray. Like, I swear to God, these are porn names. Um, so this involves not only romance, folks, but it, it's explicit, ex, explicitly erotic scenes featuring elements of sexual practices involving BDSM. And for I, I can't wait for people that don't know what BDSM to have the So Bad It's Good podcast introduce you to it. It is bondage, discipline, dominance, submission, and sadism, McFlurries. No, masochism, sadism, <laughs> masochism. So that's like all, that's a lot of stuff there. So it's basically people that get off on control, pain, um, whips, chains. I, I know I'm going to speak about this incorrectly and I'll probably get an email that I didn't do respect to the BDSM uh, lifestyle. Um, it, Annabelle, is there anything as a practicing member of the BDSM community, is there anything that you'd like us to know about your lifestyle? That I would like them to go way back on my Instagram and go like one of my Halloween pictures of me in my dominatrix costume. Oh my God. Are we, do you, is BDSM a thing for you? It's not. No, I can't but I imagine. I have a full, um, why? I'm incredibly controlling and I well, love Well, the only reason, the only reason. I love reason, being mean to people. The only reason I don't think you're in the BDSM thing is because Annabelle once told a story on her podcast <laughs> It, during college, she would only make love to her college boyfriend <laughs> oh, uh, Ryan! while watching the TV show Greek. So she would she would ask to turn on the TV show Greek to make love with her college boyfriend. And Ryan! I'm, I'm, I'm treating you with respect. I said make love. I didn't say oh, sex. You know that that is my trigger. To make love? To make love to somebody? Do you, you know Ryan, you did. Oh my, you are doing this to me on purpose because you know it's too Maybe much. I'm like Christian Gray and I'm, 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 I'm making, I'm training you right now. This is pain. This for you. is the most painful. This I thought the painful. most painful thing was when you posted me with a no makeup last time. No, this is the most painful. Oh, by the way, I heard from a you? couple people about like, how dare you post. Guys, I don't, I, I like, I'm vain, but I'm not it's vain. It's horrible. But like I posted a thing when we were recording last time and then she's I was like recording with Annabelle and then she saw it and she's like, I can't believe you did that. And I could tell that it really shocked her a bit. It really threw her. And I was just sitting there thinking, oh, publicizing that we're doing this, you know? No, it was like truly like one of the meanest things anyone's ever done. <laughs> 
Right now, though, Annabelle's in the uh, the gimp costume from Pulp Fiction. She's in an extreme leather <laughs> outfit, and she's unzipped her mask. Um, See, that's another thing I never watched was like Pulp Fiction. I'm like, I, no. Yeah, Annabelle never, also does not watch any it. kind of like Annabelle watches movies. Like we talk about this on our podcast all the time. The movies she watches are like uh, the Joe Dirt trilogy or the Joe <laughs> Dirt. Uh, there's a movie with Malibu Most Wanted. I love David Spade. Jamie Kennedy. You're a big fan of his work. So pretty much anybody- I mean, I wasn't a huge fan of, you know, Son of the Mask. That one wasn't great. Sure. But his other his other film work, fantastic. I like that um, anybody, no, I, anybody that's in an Adam Sandler movie that isn't Adam Sandler, you're like, I want to see a movie series <laughs> with them. So it's always like the fourth friend in an Adam Sandler movie. And was like, what's his story? He's funny. Come on, a mall security cop who rides a Segway? That's pure <laughs> hilarity, Ryan. Paul Blart, more like Paul Amazing. Uh, <laughs> Um, Speaking of Paul no, Blart, though, I, I um, I have a very, very detailed, very expensive dominatrix costume, and I have like a flogger, and I have a whip, and what's the I, difference between a flogger and a whip? That's a flogger uh, has multiple like floggers look like kind of like streamers, you know, like like on a like that would be on a tricycle. I mean, yeah, they don't actually put flogger, but you know, like the little like the fringe and i guess i guess like those strips and then before we get into the movie though why would you so halloween you were like oh i think it'll be fun to be a dominatrix was that oh, i didn't think that my mom suggested your mom costume. <laughs> yeah nancy desisto wanted you to dress up as a dominatrix mm-hmm. see she's not like a regular stage mom she's a cool stage she's mom. a cool <laughs> she's a cool mom she's the mom that said like you're my best friend as a child <laughs> Oh no, my mom's like, oh, I have much cooler friends than you. Uh, <laughs> no, wait, was it mother daughter be... matching dominatrix outfits, or was it just? <laughs> um, she, uh, no, I think she was like, oh no, she didn't dress up that year. Um, I was like, don't, I, you have enough going on, having to set up for my party, like, don't try yeah. to do a costume on top of it. Um. I, she suggested she suggested dominatrix for my seventh grade Halloween costume. Oh my god! Um, oh no, not my seventh grade. No, I was way too fat for that. No, sorry, eleventh grade. grade cost. Eleventh grade ho- Halloween. Oh, good. Costume. You were mature by then. Good. Yeah, I was like, it was like a you know sophisticated, like appropriate age. So yeah, so my junior year Halloween costume was dominatrix, and then uh, five years ago I wore like a trashy lingerie. Um, like the company that was like the like super expensive store. Like they always went to on like girls next door. I spent like my rent's money on like a dominatrix costume. And now, I mean, how often are we wearing it year to year now? Um, Is there there any other use? I'm pretty sure now the only part I could like, still fit into and use is like I had like a dominatrix ponytail holder like I got like <laughs> like custom made like spiked up so I think that one will still I think that part still fits oh, um, what, oh whatever but, I d- but yeah I'm not gonna give it away like it's a really good costume yeah but no what, what I okay so I don't know if you're like me I like me like I watch this with like I mean I I'm I'm very loud on on the mic because I'm the bad boy of podcasting, but in, in my, my, my real life, I'm very, uh, I can be very shy and stuff like that. And I have not fully, uh, experimented with the BDSM community. And in fact, I had one experience that I've talked about on the podcast before where 
Um, um, and this is triggering to anybody. Uh, a girl wanted me to, um, uh, like put my arm around her neck and like, you know, not strangle, but like put pressure there. And I felt really weird about it. And, but I didn't, but I also wanted to make sure I was doing things right. You know, like I was told to do this. And then afterwards I was, I was like, Hey, what's, um, is that, is that, uh, the, 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 the choking thing? Is that like, is that like a thing? Um, that, um, do you have like any notes or like yeah, how do you no, say? They, yeah, well, no. I was like, do you want me to that? take it a different way? And she said no, but she, this was the most alarming thing. She said, "Oh, well, I don't, I don't like that. It just seems like guys like that." And I was like, "Oh, oh my no. god!" I was like, "This vicious circle." So my theory, like, but okay, I but love this that is, out of out of any guy who she would think would like that, why she would think it would be you. No, she said all guys. She did it like so. I figured she's had experiences in the past, which. But this is why people like Christian Gray, if we're to take this book and movie seriously, is an asshole. Because guys, spoiler alert: Christian Gray takes this this Anastasia Steele's virginity, and then literally throws her into this world of sexiness with tools, like a perverted carrot top, and <laughs> and really makes her like so now has messed her up for the rest of her life. If they break up in like, if she goes on to the next thing, no plain Jane sex is going to do it for her anymore. She's going to need to be like suspended from the ceiling to feel anything because of this jerk off. Who's like way more experienced than her. Am I thinking about this correctly or no? No, he's an absolute monster. He's horrific. Like he's an asshole in so many, like in almost every way in this movie, he is one of the worst, one of the worst characters that's ever been on screen. I think it's so unhealthy. Like I used to think like the most like tragic, like disgusting, like problematic person to be like in a relationship with that, like, like society, like really romanticized was like Mr. Big on sex in the city. Like he makes like, he's a million times worse than him. Like Christian Gray, like there is only one thing he does in this movie that I like at all that I, that I'm attracted to. And it's the opposite of you, Ryan, where the only part of this movie that I'm attracted to him. And it's when he says like, I don't make love. Cause you know that that is my most hated oh, term. Yeah. See, Annabelle doesn't like when you say things like make love. And I no, don't, I don't... Oh, oh, it's, it's really, I would rather have a guy be like, I'm going to give you a golden shower. Well, no, I don't think like, I don't I'm going to make love to you. I'd be like, ew, gross. You know, see, I don't think, I don't think you say make love during, I think it would you, choke I, my, own, I would I choke think, myself I, out. I, if a guy I, said like, I want to make love to you. I'd be like, <laughs> Annabelle, Annabelle. I think you say it after you've done it. You go, you know what just happened? We just made love. Because like, oh. So like, I don't think you need to worry about it. Cause it, it wouldn't turn. You, that would you, honestly be worse. I'd rather a condom have broken. Then have a guy be like, we just made love. Yeah, and be like, yeah. oh. I'd rather be raw dogged and said, I make love. Sorry, Nancy DeSisto. The, sorry if you're listening. Um, so the basic thing is these books were so insanely popular that they were like, we need to get this up on the silver screen immediately. And I love with movies like this. And I just, especially because of how it ended, I was just like, oh my God. Like they literally, because this, this movie doesn't even try. Like the fact that, one person actually wrote me back going, oh, I really like the movies. And I was like, what? Like, how do you like, I mean, what kind of like uh, the concept of like being able to like one of these movies? What's that like? Like, I, I, I had so many questions and they both seemed like paper thin wooden 
characters. Like there was no part of me that even gave a F if she was going to sign the, the bondage contract. I was going to say the fact that you said thin paper, I'm like, literally there is no plot to this movie. The entire movie is hinges on if she signs a piece of paper or not. Yes. There is not any conflict till the last five yes. minutes of a Guys, two hour movie. The big thing is, is she going to sign the bondage sexy contract where it's like, can I fist you? Can I do this to you? And like, and it's like, so she's kind of like hemming and hawing on the contracts, which is super exciting to watch on film of like, I was going to say the know. whole thing hinges on paperwork. Like it's like an HR, it's like clerical. instructional movie. Which, like, by the way, to- I would love to see, by the way, I would love to see Christian Gray in today's society where he's like, I'm going to need an HR department. This is getting a lot of complaints about these contracts of having <laughs> multiple women fill fill out. But- uh, they're having a big problem with me, I guess, just handing out internships to girls who are who aren't even, you know, telecommunications, <laughs> you know, big media majors. Uh, just giving them to internships, no problem, just based on how they look. The um, the and I love that every every employee who works there looks like Margot Robbie and Jamie King, yeah. and like none of them are Margot Robbie or Jamie King. <laughs> like, but all of them look the same. The thing with the contract that I don't understand though is that. She's like, she's playing hardball. We'll get into this in a sec, but she basically the overall thing, she plays hardball with him, but then she's still like having sex with him in this dungeon. I'm like, the point of the contract is like before you start yeah. doing all the spanking and slapping, she's doing all of this pro bono, like no contract. Yeah. Contract place. is like null and void at this point. Like what, why are, what is like, and she never had her lawyer look over it. Like she never had anyone on her team, like look over it and comes back and like, okay, well here are the highlighted, you know. You know what I wanted to see? Anyone... I wanted to see her on Shark Tank or I wanted to see him on Shark Tank of like investors. This I would rather I see him in a Shark Tank. I He is <laughs> horrific. I hate him well, so much. There's two more of these movies and I'm like, where the fuck does it go? Are there like I haven't animals? Seen any, like, I haven't seen know. any of the other two. I'm assuming the third movie is him just trying to convince her to pee on her. You know, like, can I pee on you? And it's like, that's well, the I whole think, three, uh, movie. I think third one, they have a kid. So somebody's getting oh, peed on. So is that part of like the, the dominance of like, I will put my seed in you and you will take this ba- baby. I mean, I can't think of a, you know, better father figure or somebody who's more likable and warm than this sociopath. <laughs> Like he's, he's horrific. Like he's I like, well, I mean, he's, and the guys, he's like doing this consent thing and like, he's really big into this contract and he's like, is this too much? What kind of pain can you withstand? You know? And for me, like anytime I've ever made love Annabelle, it's always like, <laughs> it's always, it's always God. people asking me like, why are you breathing so heavy? Are you okay? Like, you know, stuff like that. Um, Okay. Let's get into the movie. Let's go. We're going to re- we're going to try to recap this a little bit. We'll see how this goes because there's just so oh, much, so much magic to go through. And of course, I was going to say the quick recap of it is if you are convention, if you are what society deems good looking, then this movie will come off as like romantic and sexy. If yeah. you flip it to imagine him being poor, he like lives, imagine, imagine him living in just like a regular, just like, Regular crappy apartment with like four roommates, just like how most people live. Um, and he, instead of looking like this doughboy, looked like John C. Riley, or yeah. like just if you put it John C. Riley and he's poor, this is like this is a horror movie. It is a horror movie, uh, even with if Steve Buscemi was this character, like it would, this would be like. 
Yeah, this would be like put out by like Bloomhouse Productions or something. Yeah. Like this I would, would love. Be- I mean, yeah, this would be a version of like Ma, <laughs> like you know, but it would be a guy instead of Ma. Like, anyways. So the movie starts, and I, you know, just to be fair, I was ready for an erotic journey. I was like, let's see what when this. Are you can- aren't? Like- yeah. Oh, also, what is I just like a simple thing? What so Fifty Shades of Grey? It's G R E Y. I was really I saw I started thinking for five. Why is it G R E Y? What's the difference between G R E Y and G R A Y? Oh, what's, I what's, what's, what's the difference? Oh, is there, is there a difference? Oh, is it like well, just different spellings? Theater, but is like it how it's spelling? Yeah, like, like in English? is are they both stand for gray? <laughs> this is what I was. This is what I was thinking about the majority <laughs> of the movie. I was like, why G R E Y? Is it G R A Y? Um, my first question that I wrote before we even started was, do we see dick and balls? I am sad to report, like I said earlier, we never see Dick and Balls, so I'm assuming those will come out in the second or third movie. The movie starts out with a shot of beautiful clouds, beautiful, fluffy, white clouds. And then it it, it, uh, it kind of closes up a little bit, and you realize we're seeing sperm. No, 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 no. The, cloud, the clouds. <laughs> like, look who's talking to. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Just- and then it's like. I'm a baby. Look who's talking. Mr. Carter. Uh, why is the baby talking? It's me, John Travolta. I bet you wonder why a baby can talk. Um, so I love the, that one and the dog one, the dog version. Of course you would. Of course. That is where, that's where your taste like suspended in amber from that point on of like, these <laughs> like are the babies Jurassic talking. Park. Yeah. Yep. I'm just stuck. Um, so the clouds, though, turn dark, mysterious, not unlike one Christian Grey. The music is uh, I Put a Spell on You, just to set the mood, you guys. So that's what the music is in the background. Like, uh, we see the actors' names. Dakota Johnson is first. Jamie Dornan is second. That's right, ladies. Dakota top billing. Woo! <laughs> Can you imagine Dakota Johnson is still with Chris Martin, the lead singer of Coldplay? <sighs> But I kind well, of doing this movie got her very, very comfortable being with foreign foreigners. Oh, but I do. But I was just thinking, like, I wonder what his thoughts on Fifty Shades of Grey are. Like, has he has ever seen the movie? Has he written songs for Dakota? Is there like a my body, your body is a wonderland kind of vibe for Dakota from Chris? You know, <sighs> like her nipples have been seen by everybody. So they're not just if you're talking about ownership, like BDSM and things like that. They're not just Chris Martin's nipples. Her nipples are the world's. Her now. nipples belong to everyone. Yeah. Um, so there's did a. Did you sh- think Danny Elfman did the music to this movie? I'm sorry. No. That just like. That's when somebody- I saw that. I like guess I was like this. It truly is. This is. His kid needed to go to college or something. You know, you t- we all take jobs. Danny we all Elfman. do things. <laughs> we all Elfman, do. Danny Elfman, of course, is the uh, you know the composer of the the Batman and Batman Returns, Nightmare Before Christmas, all the Disney, all the Tim Burton films. He's a genius. Like he, yeah, he's the singing so. voice of Jack Skellington. Like he does all of his music. Now that I think about it, though, if it was Danny Elfman, I really wish that it would have been sexier. Like in that, like he really phoned it I thought in. The music for this was horrible. So that's another yeah. reason why I was just like Danny Elfman, no. He really funded it because when all those like whip whip things, it should have been like a bong 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 Like he could have really spiced up those those whip whip scenes and like his favorite flogger that he brings out and stuff. Um, so we see a hot guy running. Uh, I wrote, "Is this Chicago?" I don't. Uh, he's he he runs, and I'm, I'm guessing this is the lead guy, Christian Gray. And then he puts on fancy clothes. He opens like it's one of those closets where none of the clothes are touching. It's all the same suit, but they're like you know two feet apart. It's like very clinical. He opens a tie drawer. It's all like the same shade of like kind of gray ties. Um, and I love movies. 
I love movies where the lead guy is really good looking and he already goes on a run. He's a perfect, like he's doing perfect everything. He's running and then he's showering and he's perfect closet. And it's like, that's just not real life at all. Like I stay in bed for like 25 minutes and I'm like, ah, ah, like I mumble and stuff to myself. This guy's out for a jog. It's just like ridiculous and it's not real. And that's where this movie lost me immediately, you know? Um, so then this is like kind of a weird intercut guys. We, we get to see the lead female character. Guess what guys? She's a nerd. <laughs> she, you <laughs> tell immediately she's a plain Jane. She's one of those nerdy plain Janes. Not unlike a little girl from forks named Bella. The, from twilight, you guys. <laughs> So she's a nerdy person. Then, um, so we see her like looking in the mirror. And of course, of course, this is like a supermodel. Like, but she's like, "Eh, why am I so plain Jane? Like you can say that's what's going on in her eyes in the mirror. Like, you know, we all see that she's gorgeous, but she's like, ah, another that's day. That's the laziest, like, movie thing of, like, we're going to put this girl in a cardigan. Because that's how yes. you show, like, the audience that, like, a girl has, like, low self-esteem or that she, you know, like, that she can read. Is there, like, hey, we're going to put her in, like, a, we're going to put her in a cardigan and, like, you know, a Peter Pan, like, Peter Pan collar. It's, like, like the lazy guy. Yeah, it's like the single guy equivalent in movies where like a guy goes to his fridge and he opens up and they like he takes out a thing of like old Chinese and he has to like smell yeah. it and be like, ah, this uh. has maggots in it. Where I'm just like, nobody takes out their food and like smells it and like, ugh. But yeah, it's just it's the it's the laziest uh, signaling I, to the audience. I think a lot about. Well, it's like, I just watched that damn four hour justice league movie with all the superheroes and the Superman thing. It's like the same thing that always bothers me is that first off Superman's Clark Kent, that's his alter ego. And the only thing that has changed from Superman to Clark, he puts on a pair of glasses and then all of a sudden it's like, Oh, he's nerdy Clark Kent. And then he takes off the, the glasses. These are just plain reading glasses. And it's like, what you know, you would be able to get that this guy is Superman within a second of seeing him. If you saw him at the Daily Planet, his reporter job, you'd be like, Oh shit, it's Superman <laughs> with glasses. Like it's the same hot Henry Cavill dude, and he's just wearing glasses, like and not the Superman outfit. And it's like, also, why would Superman even have to have a job? Like, why do you have to have a secret identity? Why not just be full-time Superman? You could save people's lives 24 hours a day, but you want to keep up some kind of secret identity so you work at a as a reporter doing news stories. Like, wouldn't the Superman job be the the higher job? Like, do you actually need to make a living wage? Is that why you're doing? Anyway, sorry, I'm off topic. I'm no, off topic. I mean, at least like Superman's a good job. Like for long run, I mean, the newspaper business. Ooh, that's dying. Yeah, you know, that's exactly. not a, That's well, that would be an amazing Superman sequel where he does have to look for new work and he's trying to learn in like that print media is going downhill and he has to kind of start a he digital. has to become like an uber driver and like <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> during yeah. each ride he's like i'm sorry i have to pull over oh, you know i have what? to find a telephone booth in 2021 does and he they're still go like, telephone booths no yeah no no more telephone booths so yes yeah, so there's like jokes about that in the I, movie I was gonna too. say i'm like there's probably like junkies like having sex yeah. in it that's why like now well, now if he's an Uber driver, though, like I can just see it like there's like a montage of him like not doing good as an Uber driver. And then they're like, yo, Uber driver, I got to get this place now. This traffic <laughs> is unacceptable. And he's like, OK, sir. And then he flies the car to the stop. He goes, was that good enough for you, sir? Five stars. Or he goes to Thank say someone. He's like, he's like, oh, no, I remember you guys. You gave me a one star rating. Fuck you. Yeah. And just like leaves the burning <laughs> building. 
Anyways, the whole point, Anastasia Steele, she, they should have put like a unibrow on her that Christian shaved off at some point. There should have been like a full <laughs> mustache on her. It just already, you're like, okay, this girl's already special. And it's like that trope in movies that I hate about taking the dumb plain girl and making her beautiful by a man's hands, by the way. Um, so Anna is... Uh, she has a roommate, you guys, and her roommate, they're doing everything to show us she she's sick. Like, I think she has COVID. She's literally like, they're like, she's like fully makeup. I feel like she has like, there's like, she should be on IVs. Like the makeup job makes her look like she's close to death. And she's like, I can't, I can't do the interview. You have to do it. Like, so she has to interview Christian Gray. That's the big thing for her article. And she sends her roommate. Which like, is so insane. She because would never it's like- do that. I feel so bad for the other people who work at this school newspaper because it's like this girl has what we find out has the interview with the billionaire, the single 27 year old billionaire business magnate, uh, Christian Gray. And instead of getting another person from the newspaper, like the person who's under her, she's just like, Oh, Hey, Rumi, who's like, not even, you know, who's, not and also, she's a newspaper she's, major. She's also in the normal, the everybody living space. If you're sick, get in your fucking room. Why are you just her like? Head. I'm like, why are you kissing her? Look. She's on the couch. She's like in the kitchen. She's in the table. This roommate's like just everywhere in that house is, and especially after COVID, I'm just very intense watching these movies where I'm like, oh my god, this is so disrespectful. This is her roommate is definitely somebody that's anti-mask. You can already tell. <laughs> But yeah, I'm not going to stop living my life. Yeah, I'm American, damn it. But so anyways, the whole thing, she's going to have this, this her roommate, you know, Miss Plain Jane over to introduce Christian, like, don't screw it up. This is my final grade. And it's like, I would never send anybody to do a podcast for me. Um, um, but so- would you have them, t- would you tell them that they have to take your car? Did you catch that when she's like, take my car? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's all, what? it's. It's all ridiculous. And it's like rainy and it's like. Because you're that it, embarrassed of her Herbie fully loaded. Yeah. Like yeah. jalopy bug that you're, that she's like, uh, I'm like, I'm. Annabelle, terminal, Anastasia, Anastasia take is my a car. piece. Anastasia is a piece of shit. That's it. She's a piece of shit. And that's what they're trying to establish is that this girl has nothing going for her. Nothing. <laughs> like she has a car, but nobody wants to see it anywhere. <laughs> she is a piece of shit. So. She, you know, she's she pulls up to the gray, like it's like the gray building, like he owns his own skyscraper. By the way, foreshadowing, it's an erect tall building. <laughs> they shoot it from down low, and I'm like, hmm, maybe we did get a little dick and balls here. She's gonna interview the big man. She goes into the lobby. She's not used to this kind of fancy area. She's like doing that acting thing of like, oh, what are doors? Oh, an elevator? Oh, does this Oh, buttons in the elevator. It's like that whole, like everything's magical. And then she's in there, like what you said, with the 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 hot receptionist and the hot, like, you know, very, very Robert Palmer um uh addicted to love kind of vibes with these yes. girls. That's an old <laughs> reference. You guys won't get that. Um, so finally they this is the big line. And I'm sure if in movie theaters, uh, the lady comes out and goes, Mr. Gray will see you now. And I could already hear in the theaters, like, oh, <laughs> And um, the power dynamic is already just way off. Like I've learned so much about power dynamics. Like this is already illegal. What is happening is already (laughs) illegal. Like there's, there's no way that this should have been on his free time. Like I try to go interview (laughs) college girls, you know, Um, she, uh, she falls, you guys. She's also just a clumsy piece of shit. She falls, she trips. 
because she's just she's like ugly. She doesn't know how to drive. She doesn't know how to walk. She's a good for nothing. And she sees him and she's startled. She's like, he's that good looking. He's that impressive. And we find out her name is Anastasia Steele. And she's there for her roommate, Kate. And he goes, he's like, I only have 10 minutes. <laughs> and this is the moment where I was like, you know what? Those Twilight movies aren't that bad. Like, they're okay. Like they're, they're, I like the Twilight this movies. Made, this made it. me appreciate Twilight so much more. I didn't know how good we had it. Yeah, I was like, how many Oz? Like, this is like, if there was a Oscar contest between Fifty Shades of Grey and Twilight, Twilight's going to win all the time. Oh, yeah. It's, uh, Twilight would clean up. Like, uh, like the SAGs, like, like SAGs, Golden Globes, like, Every award, like every award show, it would have been the movie version of like Shit's Creek. It would have taken everything. Fifty Shades of Grey would have been the blockbuster video awards. Fifty Shades of Grey would have won the blockbuster (laughs) video awards. Um, so uh she's like, How how do you how do you what do you attribute your success to? And he's like, he could already tell he's like, that bullshit question I've been asked a million times. Seriously. He's like, like, Well, The harder I work, I guess the luckier I get. And she's like, <laughs> so you're a control freak. And he's like, I exercise control in all things, Miss Steele. And that's another moment where like girls in the audience were like, Woo-hoo-hoo! he's, oh, he's like, he's like, I know people. I'm good with people. I know what they want. I know that I'm good with people. I'm like, yeah, you seem really great with people. Yeah, he's like, he's at the end when she's like, can't we just talk? Normal. He's like, what? Like normal people. And I'm like, ah, <laughs> so good. You are so good with people. But then she switches it up with the question. She goes, you're into telecommunications, but also I see you're doing a lot of work with agriculture, feeding the world's poor. And he goes, so all of a sudden we're like, oh, he's a dirty pervert, but he's also, he's a good man. He's a good man. And he wants <laughs> people. And then she goes, and he goes, he goes, it's smart business. Don't you agree? And then she's like, <laughs> you're adopted. And we're like, okay, cool. And then he goes, are you gay? <laughs> and and, he go, and you could tell he likes this question. He's like, huh, no, Anastasia, I'm not gay. And then he just starts whacking off at his desk. No, um, no, he goes, no, Anastasia, I'm not. And uh, and she goes, sorry about that question. Kate can be a little intrusive. And he goes, curious. And there's a shot of his hand on the desk. And he's like gripping the desk because he's so fucking turned on right now, I guess. Is that how you read it? Is that how you read it? Was he was like turned on? Yeah, I or I was just trying to like take himself back from like strangling a woman, um, which <laughs> is like uh, what is like instead of like a stress ball, he has like a stress desk, like a stress yeah. desk, and just like, a, okay, just a, picture it like a, picture it a delicate feminine collarbone and just uh, squeeze onto it as hard as you can. The pencil thing drove oh, me wait, crazy. Wait, 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 that's coming up. You mean her at the pencil? her in the pencil at the school? Oh, no. About how when she goes into his office to like start, she's like looking, she's like, oh. Because oh. uh, 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 they make such a big deal that she didn't bring anything to write with. So he gives her a pencil because like every billionaire CEO, top businessman who's very good at business and people has sharpened personalized pencils on their desk. Like what businessman uses a pencil? Yeah, you like, ever I hear about, uses, pe- you I ever hear about pencils in high school? You ever hear about like, and also pencil sharpened, like pens is where I'm it's at. I'm like, can you just picture him like up there with like a little pencil sharpener? Like, mm, mm, mm. Yeah. like I, no, I, so they make such a big thing about like her getting a pencil and she doesn't take any notes with the pencil. 
No, that that's a great. I did not catch that. She just that's like amazing. she just puts it around her mouth, and I'm like, okay, somebody's seen Clueless. Yeah. Like somebody's trying to be Cher Horowitz. Like bring attention goes, to your mouth. <laughs> so she goes. You said there are some people who know you well. How do I get the feeling that is not true? So Anastasia is going off script now. Like for somebody that's all mousy and all this, now all of a sudden she's like, I'm gonna be, I'm really gonna write the shit out of this article. <laughs> and he's like, uh, and then the lady's like, Mr. Gray, your next meeting. And he goes, Cancel next meeting. We aren't finished here. <laughs> this lady asked if I was gay. Like, I mean, it was like, I love it. It's like she's something special. Once again, we're falling into that stupid Twilight trope of like Bella being the most fascinating girl the 107 year old vampire has ever met. So this guy's literally had fucking like whole jump ropes up his anus. And he's like, I've never met a girl like this. She asked me if I was gay. So special, you know? I'm a 27 year old billionaire. But this girl who looks like the walking version of like an anthropology store, this one (laughs) piques my interest. Something about her is is just so (laughs) special. Um, and he goes, he goes, I'd like to know more about you. And she goes, there isn't a lot about me. And he goes, "Uh, you're into literature. Hmm. Which one? Charlotte Bronte, uh, James Seymour, or I don't, I don't fucking know. John Grisham, blah, blah. I don't know. And, uh, she goes, uh, and it's some like cutesy thing. It's like bullshit. Yeah. Cause he's like, he's like, was it, you know, Tolstoy. I'm. She's like, like it was. Other, or it like, was Danielle Steele. Yeah. Or you know, like he lists all these like famous authors, and he's like, oh, I would have, like, I would have thought I Jane thought Austen. Was. And I was just like, I so much would have rather her perform. Like, and she's like, what novelist got me? You know, what author got me into literature? Um, her name is Carol Radswell. <laughs> she is. <laughs> you, uh, what lies beneath? Um, so he goes. Um, he goes, look at me, and she goes, I am. This is, I guess, supposed to be hot. I think it must have been hot only for those two, these characters, because I wouldn't have thought I would have been like, this is annoying. Um, So that is the end of that scene. And she goes back or she talks to her roommate and she's like, huh, I already got all of his written questions. He typed them up and sent them over. So like the whole thing, she didn't even need to fucking go. He already (laughs) sent all the answers. Why did we even have this meeting in the first place? What see, and this is what, this is why I'm like, this is, this is going to eventually wind up this guy in jail because he could have done this over. He knew this was a college girl. And why did he, he could have done this over zoom. He obviously sent the questions back to her over email. Why did we have to do this in person to begin with? Why? <laughs> and um, I also wondered at this point, because they 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 are like the world's most eligible billionaire bachelor. They're like studying him online. And I was like, I wonder if Elon Musk has watched this. And he's like, that's me. I'm hot like that. That's me. That's exactly me. Christian Gray is me. Elon Musky Gray, you know. Um, he also, this is a fun fact that we find out. He's never been photographed with a woman. He is anti-taking photos with women. Um, obviously, we so that's just the mystery deepens is that everybody has photos with women, not Christian Gray. Um, so uh ugly girl, Anastasia, plain Jane, she's making a sandwich and she asks her roommate if she wants a sandwich. She's like, No, I'm sick, blah, blah, blah. And then they're having this conversation, and then all of a sudden her roommate comes and grabs the sandwich and she's like, I wasn't hungry, but now I am. Like, first off, like, why are you touching? (laughs) You're all around all the food stuff. You are still sick and you're just grabbing shit. This girl already is annoying the, her roommate. Like it's a bad roommate situation. I, I, I would have been more fascinated if it, if the movie was about that roommate situation, (laughs) 
like getting her out of that apartment, you know, like making sure she didn't have squatters rights and getting her out, you know, it was just, it was just like added, like added film, like, uh, you know, like hundreds of thousands of dollars, like each day, like happened, like on a film set. And like, it takes so long to film anything. Like, as you know, Ryan, like the fact that they were like, ah, we need this piece of dialogue. Her make, we need to watch her getting out the bread and making a sandwich, like make it, offering her sandwich. The roommate says, no. But then she says, like, she comes over and she's like, no, I changed my mind. Taking the sandwich from her, walking away. I'm like, what, where, where does this, <laughs> do we come <laughs> back to the sandwich? Does the roommate choke on the sandwich? And she has to like help her, like, and like, she gets really distressed and like Christian, like, buys the hospital to like help her like have the like yeah when when does the sandwich come back oh not at all okay yeah yeah. <laughs> glad we glad this is you more know, time I was, well, yeah the sandwich i was like the movie when the movie ended i was like what happened to the sandwich like where is this are we <laughs> where's just, the is, sequel for that is the sandwich come up in the sequels where is this but so now she's back at school the next day and you can tell she's in class but you can tell she's drifting in thought we know she's thinking about christian and then she has the christian gray pencil and she's she's has it in her mouth. And it's like, that's when I'm like, oh, okay, I get it. This is like, they do a close-up of it. I'm like, it's a dick thing. Like, this is like a, a little perversity. You know, it's like, ooh, sexy thinking about the guy. New scene. Um, we meet her guy friend, uh, who is the Jacob of this movie, Jose. And also conveniently, the also the only somewhat ethnic person we have in this movie. Yeah. And of course, he's the... the you know, he's the friend role and his name also starts with the J. Yeah, Ho- like, Jose. And but and also the what what I thought was ridiculous was he's also a werewolf and they ne- they don't ever really, you know, <laughs> he never actually it's just something in passing mentioned. We never see it. So I don't know if we'll see that in future films. But so we set up this character and I'm like, ah, pay attention to this guy. You always gotta pay attention to these bad movies because they do everything by the book, you know. It's like, okay, introduce some character that'll come back and something, and you know, so we know <laughs> we'll see Jose again, even though it's a quick scene. Um, so we're new scene Anastasia's at work and, you know, like guess where Anastasia works. She's a capable college lady studying literature. You would think maybe like a B Dalton, if those still exist, like a, a Barnes and Noble. No, she works at like a, what seems like a mom and pop hardware store. Um, I don't need, I like, I, I like even just take that down to like, why did she apply at the hardware store? Like is hardware something that's like, she's passionate about, like, how do you even get to be where you are applying at a hardware <laughs> store? If you're, is it just like, she's a plain Jane female and like, she's just like, ah, well, she might be a man. Let's w- let her work at a hardware store, you know? Well, it also kind of shows her small, like innocent, like hometown values. Like she didn't just like go to the man. She just didn't go to like Home Depot. Yeah. You know, she went to a small, independent, local mom and pop, you know, shop small because she's that type of person. She's kind. She's considerate. Yeah, no, that's a really positive way to look at it. She gets a phone call from her mom, which also is like, don't be answering your phone during work hours, Anastasia. But I guess, yeah, it's that's like why you're and, working at it. But that's what probably store. she's worked. That's, you know what? Also, a, a devil's advocate, maybe those, the bigger ones wouldn't hire her. She's like, kind of lazy. <laughs> she's like, I've applied time. everywhere. Yeah, yeah. So her mom calls and she's like, hey, honey, uh, uh, whatever his name broke his foot playing golf. We can't come to your graduation. And she's like, you can't leave him there. She's like, you know him. Like what? Like your mom can't come to your college graduation because her Bob lover, broke his Bob, foot. Bob broke yeah. What? Like not even I, his back, his foot. Like, and it's like, 
obviously this mom does not love her daughter. Like, I mean, like there is no way that a mother would miss their, their graduation of their daughter for some bullshit broken foot. You're telling me a broken foot. Guess what? He has another foot that he can use. <laughs> does, does Bob not know how to use crutches? Like how, like now I want to know more about Bob is like Bob, like there seems to be a story there too of why Bob. And she's can't like, can't you come by yourself? Like you don't have to bring Bob. Can't you come by yourself? And she's like, what? And leave Tiger Woods to fend for himself. Yeah. I'm like, he's not even Tiger Woods. I was like, but may, I, wait, may, maybe that was a clue. Maybe she's saying like Tiger Woods, he's a cheater and he's going to like do a lot of things if I'm gone <laughs> without him. So maybe that was a clue. Maybe that was, and also, you know, it's a good movie when every, everybody, even if it's a phone call, you're like, oh, please, please focus on that phone call and then go into this other person's existence. And let me see that movie. <laughs> like every time I'm just trying to jump off. Like, in fact, they're like, so she's working at the store. She gets on the phone with her mom and this guy has one line in the movie. He's like, Hey, could you help me over here in the back? And he does it like really weird. Like it's like, and I was like, I want to follow that guy for the rest of the movie. And then she goes over and guess what? Guess who's there? Christian motherfucking gray. The guy, the pervy guy that I was talking about earlier, he's there at the hardware store. Can you even like, what are the chances? And then, it, then Annabelle, I don't know if you thought I was like, I bet he's there on purpose. I bet he's there to bump into her. What did you, do you think I'm right? Well, <laughs> I know Brian, I, I'm, good this. I'm good at this. This is why you're a professional. You see things in I'm such a way. I'm good at this. I, wow. I, see, that's my thing. Wow, Ryan. Like, wow. I know. I wow. know. Sit with that. I think it works out. And so it's like, oh, I can't believe you're here. This is why I will never work at a hardware store because you have that type of vision. Yeah. But this is supposedly like a pervy meat cute, you know, where he's like, hey, do you got any rope? You got any human staples? Like he's like asking yeah. for like to find all this stuff to like that that is like oh a wink because we all know it's like he's a bond. When he gets dude. the rope, it's literally he's like watching her and he said <laughs> he goes, Wow, impressive. Were you a Girl Scout or something? <laughs> and she literally is just pulling the rope. Like your dog could do this. Like if yes. your dog got a, a like <laughs> hold of the rope, she's just pulling it. It's not like she's selling like delicious cookies for five dollars. He's like, oh, you're really good at this. Were you a Girl Scout before this? Like, no, she's just pulling a rope. She's not even doing a knot. And also, just do they pulling really, a rope? Do they? Do they really? Like, also, I was a little in disbelief that they had colored yarn at this mom and pop store. There was like a beautiful, lux luscious red that she's pulling next to an or. And I'm just like, they don't. I don't believe that mom and pop stores have colored, like, sexy yarn. You know, like this was sexy yarn she was pulling. But then it got me weird when he was like, "Where's your hot glue?" You know, and I was like, "Uh oh." Um, she he didn't say that, but so uh, he goes and she goes, "Do you need coveralls?" And he goes. I could just take my clothes off. And I'm like, oh, and they're like super flirting now. She's like, no coveralls then. And to me, this scene She's is like, like, no clothes. Uh, I mean, coverall. No. Uh, uh, uh. I'm so plain. This, this, like, yeah, this scene, this scene makes you realize how, <laughs> yeah, it's just like, this is supposed to be cute. And in reality, this would have been one of the creepiest things that ever happened to this lady in her life, that this man that she met for five minutes tracked her down at a hardware store and started uh, pretty much ordering a rape kit from her. He was like, 
uh, a cloth to gag people with. Like he like it's the creepiest thing. And if this guy was ugly, it's like what aisle is your chloroform on? Or yeah, what I'm saying. Uh, what I'm saying is that we found this out with the army hammer. It doesn't matter if guys are good looking. You women have to protect themselves a little bit. Like, and I'm not blaming Anastasia, but I'm also saying Anastasia is not the smartest bulb. And that you know you don't you don't flirt with guys at the hardware store. To me, it's just like it really. It yeah, or me if out. you're going to go flirt with your, you know, with your coworker who you said you would help him in the back, instead that guy's just sitting in the back there, like, cool. I guess I'll just where, go fuck where's myself Anastasia? then. Where's like, Anastasia? She told me she would help me on like unload stuff in the back, and I want to be like, oh, okay, bro. Like, if you if you are asking this hundred and ten pound girl to like, hey, can you help me unload stuff from the truck? And be like, oh, maybe you shouldn't <laughs> be working at the store. You know, you know what that happened? That was in Silence of the Lambs when the guy was like, can you help me? Can you can you help me move this uh, this couch and <laughs> to the back of this van was she a big fat lady that's like silence of the lambs so next scene this that guy happened. is clearly the mikey in the movie that's that <laughs> kid is the how you like in the rain girl <laughs> this next scene they're doing they're doing a photo shoot for this stupid college article like all of a sudden this college newspaper has a budget of millions like this professional photo shoot to get a shot of christian gray and you know they could have just yanked one from the internet well and- no that's what her friend said she's like as she's checking out she's like well my roommate's having a hard time getting clearance of a picture from of a picture of you and i'm just like honestly your roommate doesn't sound that good at her job how did she get valid victorian so that's when he's like oh no she i'll i'll do a personal photo shoot for you we know how she got it she got it by doing exactly what she's always the person that's like i'm sick can you do my work for me (laughs) <laughs> like that's how she got it. She's used everybody. That's what I'm saying. The real story here is that roommate. Um, so they're doing this photo shoot. Um, and she tells her friend, like, we're going to coffee afterwards. And then Christian's all up in her business. He's like, is that Jose guy, your boyfriend, the photographer? He's like, you know, her friend that we got introduced earlier. And Christian's all of a sudden giving her a third degree about every guy that she knows in her life. And it's like, that's fucking psycho. Yeah, what about your coworker? Yeah, what about right. him? That's Ray Valentine, Beverly Hills 90210 behavior. If you guys didn't watch 90210 with Tori Spelling, she had a abusive boyfriend named Ray Pruitt. And that's a deep cut for everybody. And he was abusive and he threw her down the stairs at one point. And so when I started hearing questions like this, I'm like, this guy is a bad guy because it's none of his business who she associates with. It's like, yeah, he's so uber controlling of a girl he's spent literally 45 minutes combined with. <laughs> like... Like, yeah, I mean, like, <laughs> so they're at coffee and there's a lot in this movie has a lot of just of like filming hands, like hands and tables and hands <laughs> touching and like hands like on coffee cups. And it's just like the hand budget on this is insane. Like, I've never seen hands this focused on in my life. And she, he goes, you seem nervous. And she goes, I find you intimidating. And he goes. I'm used to getting my way, which already no wonder she's fucking nervous. You say creepy shit like that. Like I'm used to getting yeah, my she's way. Like, she's like, I'm intimidating. He's like, you should be. I'm like, oh, we're at a like, Starbucks. Then he like unwrapped her muffin. He's eat. Like, he's just so like, I'm like, don't touch my muffin. Like I wanted just- her to, I wanted her to fart so bad in the scene where he was like, uh, excuse me. What did you do? Like that's but that he's in that kind of puppy love where she's like, that was an amazing fart. How did you do that? Um, so sorry guys, sorry guys. She uh so he goes, I'm used to getting in my way, and she goes, That must be very boring. And you can see he's like, Oh, whoa, she really is special. She gave that back to me. She just she called said, me out on she called me out. Like she said, That must be very boring. And um, and he goes, Are you a romantic? And she goes, I study English lit. I kind of have to be. And then he, th- he thinks for a second. He's like, I can't do this. I've got to go. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. I can't. 
And I'm like, oh my God, he hates fucking English literature. He hates it. Like he fucking can't stand it. And he just walks out and she chases him, which is already setting up just a bad, another pad power dynamic. He leaves the muffin. I'm like, girl, like, watch out for yourself. Take the even muffin. The mu- even the muffin's like, take, take me, girl, don't do that. He's horrible. Um, so and he goes, um, she stops and he's like, What what the fuck? What's up? You know, and he goes, uh, I don't do the girlfriend thing. And then she's like, what, what? And then she like walks ahead. And then all of a sudden, like he saves her from a passing bike, like knocking her over. So yeah, he goes, he's watch where you're going and like grabbed and like yells at her, which is totally just like how Edward did. Like in the first movie, when like Bella was tripping, he's like, can you at least watch where you're going? Like, yeah. and like yelled at her right before the Asian kid was like, look, Bella, a worm. You can tell her smell uh, enraptures him just like in twilight. Um, but, uh, he goes, he goes, you want to steer clear from me. Like he's a bad boy. You guys, he's definition of a bad boy. And so all of a sudden that happens. Yeah, I'm not the man for you. You should I'm, steer yeah. clear of me. And it, but it's all, I have like, to let you go. Dipshit, you're the <laughs> one that asked me for coffee. You knew I was an English lit maid. Like you knew all of these things. So why play the mind games? Why play the mind games? And then there's a new scene. She's back home and guess what? She's been sent first editions of all the Danielle Steele novels. All no first <laughs> editions of like the, the Sense and Sensibility, all the Charlotte Bronte, and and uh, you know. So she's like, I already have these books, you know, whatever. Uh, but she's now she's like she's ready to cut loose with her friends, like Jose, the roommate. So they go to this bar. And the roommate Anna's- looks like a sexy lion when she's not sick. She looks like a hot lion. Hmm. You know who I did? You ever watch? Uh, you watched. Uh, I made you watch uh, NYC prep. That girl, mm-hmm. Jesse looks like a proud lion, not a pretty lion, a proud lion. So you're saying this is a pretty lion. Um, Anastasia is getting ripped. She's getting hammered. She's throwing back shots, but all of a sudden, and this is so relatable. She's got to pee. Like, you know, have you ever been at a bar? You're like, I got to pee. That's what she was. <laughs> so it's a really relatable moment. It's like, we all, we've all been there. And she, uh, this is like the, her the, bladder. It's just like one of us. So you know? tiny. And she such a tiny bladder. And this is probably the most egregious moment of the whole movie. And a character gets introduced here that I have not seen in decades. She pulls out a flip phone <laughs> and she's like, I, and she's texting Christian. She's like, I'm in line at a bar. They sending back your books. I already have copies. And I'm still like, I know we're supposed to be paying attention to what's happening, but all I can see is the flip phone. Cause I'm like, wait a second. Are we in the seventies? Like what, where, what decade are we in? Like, I'm like, I thought this was now. And all of a sudden she's on a flip phone. I'm like, you really are painting this girl to be (laughs) just really just bottom of the barrel. This girl is still on a flip phone. This girl is so out of touch. (laughs) She's so out of touch. I thought I was like, oh, maybe the reason she's having to text him and not call him is she's like, listen, I'm out of minutes and I'm yes. done with my minutes well, like, for yeah, this month. Yeah. And- <laughs> we see her pulling out her calling card. She's typing in the 20 digit number to text Christian. And uh, he's like, he calls her and he's like, are you drinking? Already, already not what you want to hear from a guy when you're out drinking. Like, first off, not, not your business, bud. Are you drinking? He goes, I want you to go home right now. Go home. And she goes, you're so bossy. And he goes, what bar are you at? Uh, never mind. I'll find it. And he hangs up. And this guy's insane. This guy is insane. Like, Tell me where you are, Anna. And she's like, I know you wouldn't know if I, and like hangs up. Yeah. She does like some drunken, like funny, like where she's like mixing the words up. Like I'm, I'm drinking bathroom bar fall. Ha ha ha. And he's like, I'll be there in a second. 
And yeah, he just, he calls her back and is like, I know you're like, I know where you are. I'm coming. I'm like, how do you track a flip phone? It's not like there's a share your location on a flip phone. So it's like, how did he, how did he do this? Does he have- This guy's not only a terrorist, he's an emotional terrorist. He's an emotional terrorist. When he said his like business is like telecommunications and media. I'm like, what what type of technology? Do you have the technology from like the Charlie's Angels movie? Like from like Red Star technology, like Tim Curry's thing where they're like, with you can find where anybody's location with any cell phone in the world. I know what it is. I know what it is. He put a tracking device in that pencil. She has the pencil in her purse. The tracking device is in her purse. The pencil is in her purse. There's a spy cam and a tracking device in that pencil, I bet. It just, it makes no sense. That would have been more exciting than that. Okay, so so she's all of a sudden outside waiting for him. It's like, bitch, you don't even know where he, how would he even put this together? And you're like, I better wait outside for him, though I'm so drunk. And then Jose, you guys, Jose from earlier comes out and was like, hey, getting pretty wasted in there, right? He's like, I gotta, gotta shoot my shot. Can I kiss you? Can I kiss you? And she's like, what? No, no, is this happening right here? And she's like, come on. And then we get the fucking the typical scene where Christian jumps in. And he's like, the lady says no. <laughs> the lady says no. And all of a sudden he's there and he like, he's like, he now he's there and he go, they go back into the bar for some reason. He's yeah, like, you need to go home. She goes, he, he pushes Jose out of the way. And he's like, she, she, she said no, man. And then she's like, Christian. Eh, eh. And then she like oh, throws yeah. up on the side. And he holds her and hair he back. Takes out a, he holds her hair back ever so gently and then takes out a handkerchief. What 27 year old man do you know who has like, an, who has a real handkerchief? Handkerchiefs are disgusting. This ew. I bet he got that handkerchief from the roommate. She seems like a big hanky (laughs) hanky person. But like, so they go back into the bar after she throws up, and um, we find out that Christian's brother is there. He's like, that's yeah, and they're just like automatically dancing, like him and the roommate. Him and the the brother and the roommate now are dancing. Christian's brother, like all of a sudden, like this happens, and I'm like, what's going on? Like, there are so many signs for for Anastasia to run, like something that, like, this is the part of the Dateline episode where it's like. His brother was at the bar. Mysterious, right? Like, you know, where the narration is even like, this is pretty stupid. Like, why would you stay? Yeah. And also, why was she waiting outside for him when he when he comes to her and pushes like Jose out of the way? He comes from inside the bar. So how did you miss him? Or was he inside the bar the whole time? Where was he? How did you miss him like going in? Yes. And, coming out, like- and then all of a sudden she goes, I'm spinning. I think I'm going to faint. And I'm like, no shit, you're you pu- puked outside. The fact that I even let you back in the bar is wild. And, and so she just passes out. And I love that, like this guy, it, like this super tall, like sketchy, like always, you know, like some super sketchy looking white guy, as they always are, um, is like holding a girl who's passed out, and like everyone in the bar like doesn't care. I'm like, he's no. holding an unconscious woman, like, and no one stops dancing. Yeah, I mean, it is like she literally is passed out. She's t- he's taking an un, and that's why it's like pays to be good looking. Like you know, this girl is like this guy's literally just kidnapping a woman in a packed bar. Like, does anyone care that Jorn Vandersloot, Seattle versions, taking this girl <laughs> out? Nope, no one cares at all. Cool, cool guys. So she wakes up at the Heathman dance Hotel. like no one's passed out. <laughs> she she wakes up at the Heathman Hotel. Uh, and she looks to the side table and it says, Eat me, drink me, and there's pills and juice. 
This guy has thought of everything. That's how Christian's mind works, guys. He's 30 <laughs> steps ahead. This man is getting like, this guy's thinking, like, what does, like, I need everything to be perfect, which is like guys like that and girls like that, like they scare me. They bore, and they bore me, Frank. I need mistakes. I need people to make mistakes. I don't want somebody that's like so micro scheduled. Like this guy will never binge watch a show with you. Hands down, will never happen. Oh, no, not at all. Ever. I mean, he, the fact that, he is still working out like, well, yeah. he, is- he comes in from a run or working like, out. Like, I'm not getting off schedule. Listen, I'm on the Teddy Mellencamp. <laughs> I'm in the Teddy Mellencamp fitness he's, group. He's like, my calves, <laughs> my calves are really coming in. My calves are really coming in. And I just, I can't, I, I committed, I committed to a 30 day change. <laughs> um, so he, she, she wakes up and he comes in. He's like, how are you feeling? And she goes, better than I deserve. Cause like, Oh, cause it's her fault. Ew, what is that oh, fucking judgmental? Like better than I deserve. deserve. Why are you judging yourself? Anastasia? Like they just got done with finals. Like not like you have to have a reason to go out and like drink with your friends and like pass out, but it's like better than I deserve. Like, what is this like shaming of hers? I hate it. And then we get this really weird dialogue where she's like, Oh, something where he ends up saying, Oh, well, if it was me, you wouldn't be able to sit down for a week. And like, he's touching her face. Oh. She's like, oh, and- I thought you were going to say the, and she's like, did we, did we sleep together? Do you, and he's like, and he's like, no. And, or, and she's like, we, we slept, do we sleep together? I'm, did you change me? And he's like, she's like, you took me out of my clothes. And he, she said, oh, she wrote, you undressed me. And he's like, I didn't have much of a choice. And I'm like, actually, you could have just like, let her sleep in her clothes. Actually, you did have a choice. She's, she's like, did you did you shave me? Like, oh, I didn't have a choice. It was so much hair. I, I had no choice. What did yeah. you want me to do? Yeah. And it's just like, oh. So I, I don't know why this is like a trope. Ryan, I've never seen you take your shirt off before. Oh, and you um, never will. But shirt I didn't know on. if this was why in every movie, like the guy, every guy character has to take off their shirt by grabbing the material behind their neck and pulling it off that way. Is that how guys take off their shirts? Because that's how like every guy in every movie takes yeah. off his shirt. It is. It is like, and I've never, you know, like mine is the reverse of that. Like, is like I'll put. Why do you guys? On, I'll put on. A, I'll put on a second shirt to go to bed. Like I do the revert where I'm like, <laughs> I, I get into a night shirt on top of my normal shirt, and I don't know. Well, you're like when I'm putting on my night burka. If I had a Christian gray body, I would be doing that more. I would, that I can't fault him for. And he's worked hard for it. He's out running early in the mornings and stuff like that. He wants to show off the results. I get it. What I don't get is saying that he would hurt her bottom so bad that she wouldn't be able to sit down for a week. Like that to me came out of nowhere. If you were mine, you wouldn't be able to sit down for a week. He says that as he's, he's taken off his shirt in like the stereotypical, like hot way that men have to like undress in movies. I've never seen any, I don't know. I don't know. I like every guy has to do that in a movie, like take it off that way. Um, but says, if you were mine, you wouldn't be able to sit for a week as he's crawling up onto the bed yeah. and takes a bite of her toast. Yeah. I, like yes. how is, didn't like, it, it gets didn't weird. You, like, that didn't point. you like laugh? I, I would have, died and also i've been like if somebody also, he's not eating bread he's not food, eating bread he's not eating bread oh yeah i mean uh, i don't think it was like I mean, he said he had to go take a shower but i do believe that he was just like spitting out that piece of bread like when he like <laughs> he's like, like i'm gonna take this bite of bread and he's like now i'm gonna go like literally spit it out in the trash can and come right back um because i'm not i'm not doing that but also it's like if you 
like you're telling me if I was like your girlfriend, like I would be able to sit down for a week. Like if you eat my food, you won't be able to sit down for a week or ever. <laughs> I will beat you. Do not eat my food. Don't do it. Um, so, so this happens. And then all of a sudden she's like, enlighten me. And she's closing her eyes. And I know they think this is erotic, but for me watching it, I was just like, it just looks like somebody's like, closing their eyes and like touching faces and stuff like that. And I know they think this is erotic and he goes, I don't do romance. He keeps telling us what he doesn't do, but then it's like <laughs> such a tease. Cause he's like kind of doing it, you know? And yeah. And I'm like, Oh, that's, uh, but everything you're doing is very romantic. It's very stalkerish. I mean, there's like a lot, there's a lot of stalker part, but it's like, you know, like getting her, like getting her breakfast, getting, just getting her like ibuprofen. It's like, it's very small things, but it's like things that are like very considerate. I mean, his, his driver goes out, like he makes his driver go and get her like a full new outfit so that yeah. she has so clothes she has to, to wear, wear yeah. for that day. Not her stupid, ugly, like, normal woman clothes that she wears. She's been and of course the life. driver like picked out the like perfect size yeah. clothes that like fit her like amazingly. Um, but it's like, when you were watching that, did you also feel the same feeling he said multiple times during the movie? Where when you saw her lips, were you like, "Oh, I really want to bite her bottom lip"? Yeah, no, not at all. I didn't even notice her lips until he was like, "I want to bite that lip." If and a guy like, said that to me, I'd be like, "Ow, no, why? Ew, why? Yeah. Oh, um, why?" <laughs> and so, like, why? she's she's dressed and she's like, "I'm working at the hardware store until 7. <laughs> I'm like, great. Well, you're going to have to change out of that really nice outfit you just got. I don't think that's going to be good <laughs> at the hardware store. And then she, he brings up the, um, I'm not going to touch you. Not until I have your written consent. And I'm like, oh, shit. <laughs> like, oh, no. And she's like, what? And it's very NDAs. Like, it's very Lala Randall from Vanderpump Rules. Like, he, yes. made, her, he made her and all of her friends sign NDAs. I think of Randall as the ugly version of Christian Gray, possibly, you know? <laughs> Um, but instead of just eating one bite of the bread, he just ate all of it. Yeah. He's like, I, I'll just take that from you, Lala. Mr. I'm just eat. <laughs> Mr. Emmett can eat you now. Um, <laughs> so, so now the, you know we're now talking about contracts. Like we're talking like contractual things. Like he's really, and this like starts like the whole crux of the movie is this this pesky contract that they so we can <laughs> so we can put things in her body of all shapes and sizes. And then uh, she goes home and all of a sudden we find out the roommate or in Christians with her. This is like another day. Christian with her. The roommate is boning Christian's brother on the couch, not even in her fucking room. This is another reason why the roommate is horrible. Go into your fucking room where you can do your private stuff. I'm not (laughs) sex negative, but don't do it out in public on the couch where everybody lives. Like every I watch Bravo there. You know what I'm saying? Um. So they're going on like this date thing and he puts her, he, and he does this whole, and he takes her into like a helicopter, you guys. Oh, right. Right before him and the brother leave. Oh, he's such an asshole to his adopted family. He's like, like whatever his, like his brother's name is like Chris. He's just like, Chris, get going. Some of us have a job. Chris, find your shoes. Some of us have a busy day today. Like he's like such an asshole to his like adopted family. Like he's like. He's, he's a jerk to his brother. He's a jerk to the mom. I'm like, listen, she took a chance on a four-year-old crack baby. Like, it's like, give the woman a lunch with you. Like, grant her that, Christian. Like, you're such an asshole. But he's like, you know, he's like, tell me if anything changes, you know, for, you know, 
if anything changes for tonight for the date, email me. And I'm like, what again, what year is this? And she goes, I can't, my computer's broken. He's like, okay, then call me. What, who emails? Who, who's like, call me? No, just text me. If you have enough minutes on your boost mobile flip phone, yeah. text me if anything has changed. So we find, so he takes her on this helicopter ride. We find out he flies, whatever, but he, he straps her in you guys. And I think that's a cut to like tying people up. Cause there's like a shot of her, like him buckling her into the plane. And I'm and like, he's like, he's breaking her really in. Tight. He's breaking her in easy, you know? And then she we puts get on out- the same clothes. She, she didn't even yeah. bring a change of day clothes. She's she dirty. Went, She's dirty. She went She's to work. Girl. She went to work, put on her work, her work uniform. And then after she changed back into the same clothes she had been in like earlier that day that he gave her, like you didn't even bring like a, you didn't even decide to like change it up for your date. So after the helicopter, so fucking ride, lazy. <laughs> after the helicopter ride, they're like back at his place. And uh, she's like, are you going to make love to me? And you know, first, yeah. And I bombed, I bombed hard once. And then he goes, he, he's like, huh, cute. He goes, two things. First, I don't make love. I fuck hard. (laughs) (laughs) And and she goes, and the second thing, and he goes, come. And he's going to show her a special man cave. And um, he unlocks the door and like the door has like this, like gold brass on it. It's just like, this is not, not my taste at all. And he goes into this room and it's like everything. Yeah, it's your like, sex room, Ryan, is a completely different color. Oh, palette. there's like, there's like uh Superman, His Batman so contemporary. stuff. His, yeah. Yours is a lot more <laughs> messy. It's like, Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I put a toilet in here. Sure. Um, um, she looks around and it's like, you know, all of a sudden Anastasia's seen like a decade of Annabelle's costumes from Halloween. And uh, you see all sorts of whips. Like you can tell they're like special whips from like, like everywhere. And she's like, this is, this could all be yours. You know, like all you have to do is sign the contracts. And uh, we, he just, he tells her during the scene, like uh, he's a dominant guys. He's a dom. And if she doesn't do what he wants, he gets to like flogger and shit like that. But in exchange, she gets dot, dot, dot. She gets him because he's amazing. That should be a big What do I get out of this? And he just looks at her and he smiles. Me. Me. Like, oh, that's the worst answer you could possibly give. Not like, not like, oh, well, you'll also get like sexual pleasure out of this too. It's like, it's, and he's just like, you'll get me. You're welcome. You're so fucking lucky. Hey, look at me. You know, everyone, everyone in the world wants this 27 year old billionaire who comes with his own hankies. All right. Everyone giving you a chance to be a part of this. And he's like showing her like, this is the room you'll stay in like Tuesday through Friday or whatever. And he's like, I can't stay with you. And she's like, he's like, no, you won't want to after the things that I do to you, you know? And That's like, actually kind of my dream. Um, yeah, it's like, not, I was like, that I was was, like, it's to not have to no, share right. a room with the that guy. That is I'm pretty doing. cool. Like, that is pretty cool. I, I want, like, whenever I'm with somebody, I'm like, no, 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 they, we have to, <laughs> one of us have to be, has to be successful enough. And I think we're, we know which one that person has to be, obviously him. Um, unless this podcast thing really, really Takes ticks up. up. Um, yeah. Is that like, no, I have to be able to, I want my completely own space and room and I want him to have his completely own space and room, especially completely own bathroom. And like, I want like a mutual common area that we like on times, like we agree to hang out 
And I was going to be like, okay, peace, bye. I'm going to moonwalk back to my place. You, like, <laughs> that's... you wouldn't be able to moonwalk after what he, after what he does to you. You know, he said, he oh, goes, no, I mean, I can't moonwalk on a normally, as, so as let alone as after Kristen like said. I'm yeah. <laughs> anal fisted. Yeah. He's like, I fuck, I fuck hard, you know? Um, <laughs> And Christian, I just when so she was like, talking... when she walks in, sorry, what's the one thing that drove me crazy yeah. was when should we go into this gorgeous, his gorgeous apartment. And in the middle of this apartment that he lives in by himself is a giant, like concert, like grand piano, like Elton yeah. John level piano. And she's like, oh, do you play? That's a very odd decoration <laughs> to have in the middle of you. You're like, nope, never touched it. I have no idea how to play it. Well, rich uh, people are weird. I mean, but but they're talking about sex all of a sudden. And she's like, I wouldn't know. And he's like, what do you mean? And she's like, I, um, uh, because I haven't. Um, um, and he's like, you're still a virgin. And he's like, holy shit. Holy shit. Jackpot, baby. He's like, you've done other things, right? And she's like, no, he's like, you haven't even finger banged. And she's like, no, he doesn't say that. But like, that's, he's like, have you done other things? This girl is pristine. You guys, this girl has not punched her V card yet. And you see Christian's like, no way. Oh, and I, at first I was like, I thought he was going to be mad. Like, how dare you not have been taken before, you know? And then he's like, okay, I get what we got to do. And he literally takes her virginity right there. Yeah, he says we have to rectify this situation. Yeah, like, I mean, by the way, she didn't say that was like a green light go situation. She wasn't like, please take my virginity. He's like, um... It's just like there's no there's no cuddling, there's no it, there's no making out in the middle of a movie. It's just like straight up to the sex time. And then that's when after the sex, he is tickling the ivories. He's playing the piano. He's like uh, perverted Billy Joel then and she comes out <laughs> to him and she's like that's beautiful. And then all of a sudden we get like a montage of them in like the bathtub together like scrubbing each other or he's scrubbing yeah, he's her. like he's like he tells her over and over like I don't do romance. But like, I feel like taking a bath with someone is really romantic. It's also my playing nightmare. The piano, playing the it's piano after you have sex with somebody. That is complete rope. This is textbook romance. And then we're getting into the point where he's like starting to introduce her to like the idiot's guide to S&M. Just like kind of like a warm up. He's like, let me lightly tie your hands. And she's like, am I doing good? You know? And it's like, he's like, uh, he's like, yeah, you're doing good at being mine. So he really wants to control her. You know, Ugh. like that's his big thing. And I was course, like, I'm glad that she made pancakes that morning. Cause I'm like, I guarantee oh. him. like, how, how often do you think he let her eat pancakes after that? Cause part of the thing is he gets to control what she eats. But that morning after she like, okay. So she loses her virginity. And then that morning he's sleeping and she goes into this, like into this person's apartment, like who she, you know, just met granted they like did just sleep together. So, but it's like, who goes into like somebody's kitchen and just takes out a bunch of stuff and starts making breakfast and also playing music while someone's sleeping. Like this plain Jane does this plain Jane doesn't know what normal life is. So like she is used to that. So there is of course that next morning where it's like, they're playing the Rolling Stone song beast of burden. And she's like dancing around because she's finally, and of course she's in, she's doing that thing that also I've only seen happen in movies where like the girl puts on like, his shirt but it's like it's it's a it's you know a button down like men's shirt but like on her it's just because she's a girl and she's so tiny and it's just like sexy because it's like so big on her and And she just so so down there you can see you can see that she finally has come into her womanhood fully 
like you can tell she's like really feeling herself as a woman after like being like had sex for the first time. Then, like I said, they're, they're to doing the tying up thing the next day. He's breaking her in, you know, kind of slow. And then the mom walks in played by Marsha Gay Harden. And so the mom interrupts their handcuff session. It's like, <laughs> Oh, what's it like? Also, I don't care if your mom or like, you know, knock, you know what I'm saying? Like <laughs> knock. Like, I mean, I don't know why you're just coming in unannounced, you know? Um, and Christian goes, she, my mom's excited. She's never seen me with a woman before. And I Bec, Becky Bailey has said that to me before. That's so I, <laughs> I, I got that. I got that. Um, and he lets her know once again, if she will be his submissive, he will be devoted to her, which is, I gotta say, it all just sounds like so much work. It's like, it's so much work. Like, I mean, like, there's so many things that to do and like you all of a sudden, like this is like finding new ways to titillate each other. It's like, yeah, that's awesome. But like, there's so much stuff to do. You know what I'm saying? There's so much stuff to do. This sounds like so much planning. This is a lot of planning. Like, don't, this... like, isn't it like part of sex is like, okay, we're both excited. Okay. That's okay. That was a, a nice that was a nice minute, right? Let's on yeah, our like life. One of us is watching Greek. Like I would have, yeah. I would have had like a much, <laughs> what would you put in your sex contract? Oh, I mean, just like uh, food breaks. Um, you know, um, if my tummy hurts, there's a no go on sex. Yeah, Ryan. Um, oh my God, please. If, uh... I'm, telling you, like, <laughs> I'm just telling you this as a woman and just like, I'm trying to do <laughs> The I'm rest of the women sad. in the world. No, I'm trying to do the rest of the women in the world like a favor by telling you this. Um, please never be an adult grown man and say the word tummy and expect like anyone to ever want to have sex with you. What <laughs> like, if I just what if I said uh what if I said moist? Would that be a word that uh, would 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 that do anything? For moist is moist doesn't bother okay. me. And uh, like whenever I see a man, like I a guy I went on a date with said something about tummy, and I was like, mm, nope. No, nope. oh, I don't say tummy in my real life. I say tummy in my podcast life. So they're they're like walking. Ryan, there's there's no there's no. <laughs> you're you're the same in both lives. You're not Hannah Montana. I'm sad. The kittens, no, I, I was am. Gonna say, no, kittens, this is bad. Baddies, this is Superman. Baddies, right this is this is who he truly is. He my tummy, <laughs> my tummy hurts. Um, and so all of a sudden they're walking in the woods. Like they're, you know, this is once again, seems like romance. They're getting to know each other. And he's like, uh, I lost my virginity when I was 15 for my mom's friend. <laughs> I was her submissive for six years. And, uh, she's like, uh, like, that's like a lot of information right there. So it's like, I'm sure we'll meet this wacko in, in a bunch of like, I bet she'll have a bunch of scenes in the other movies. And, um, but all of a sudden he's made it very clear. He doesn't want romance. And all of a sudden she's like, I don't even know what, and she goes, he goes, you're very special to me. I've never taken anyone up in that helicopter before you're changing me. And I'm just like, this is insane. Like, this is exactly what you said not to do. And then she gets home and all of a sudden she's like, I'll review the contract. I, my computer's not working. And by the time she gets home, guess what? New Mac laptop laid Why out there just have so to have could... some guy install it the, like she goes into her apartment and some guy's like all right uh that's about it everything's all, all set up all right can you sign this and it's like when since when did you have to have a member of the geek squad come over and like install like a macbook pro like it's yeah. not like a flat screen it is literally a macbook the only person you need involved with like setting up your macbook is like when like the ups guy 
or woman delivers it to you. Like there's <laughs> what, like, why did you have to have somebody set this up? And I love when he's, yeah, when he, when they're taking the walk in the woods, which like, there's like the twilight part again of like, here, I'm going to tell you this, like, very important part about myself yeah. and my life. Well, I make you walk in nature, barf. Um, and so it's like, you know, Edward told her that he was a vampire. Christian told her that he had been raped, but he used the word seduced, which was weird because you were 15 and she was <laughs> a friend of your mother's, um, which statistically it normally is a friend of the family. So, so I was like, I wonder if you glitter the same when you tell someone you've been sexually assaulted as you do when you're like, I'm a vampire and I'm glittering. <laughs> like, I don't know if it has the same. I think it does. I think it does. Um, so we, the computer set up and then it starts this, this wild montage where it's like the perverted version of you got mail where they're like going <laughs> over the contract. They're like, click, 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 clack, clack, clack. And she's like, um, you know, yes, the very sexy emailing, so much yeah. contract and emailing in this movie. It, yeah. So like we go back and forth where she's like, he's like, have you reviewed the documents? And she's like, let me take a look at it. And then he's like, it's like, a, like the fundamental purpose of this contract will be consensual, confidential, and agreed to the agreed limits and safety procedures set out in the contract, which is just like wild. And the submissive will agree to any sexual activity deemed fit and pleasurable by the dominant, accepting those activities outlined in hard limits, which is another section of the contract. So they're really getting down to the nitty gritty. Like he's the submissive will not drink to excess smoke, take recreational drugs or put her person into any unnecessary risk. Like he wants a healthy submissive. The submissive will not enter into sexual relationships with anyone other than the dominant. The submissive agrees to procure oral contraception from a physician of the dominant's choosing. And that's- And she is only allowed to, and the, and the submissive must eat regularly from an approved list, from an approved food list. And what if it what is funny if it was only Subway? You can only eat footlongs. Oh, I was just saying it just he like she looks at it and it just says semen. Um, <laughs> Jesus. Um, but it's like if a, like that sounds like a call if a guy's like like you can only eat you like you can only eat this approved list of foods, that's it. Like a like list of my choosing. I mean, like, unless it's the list of foods you can find at a country fair. I'm not into it. Like yeah. what, what is on this? Christian, like, uh, Christian, list? I'd like to add fried pickles to. Yeah. I was going to say, I doubt me. loaded potato skins are on that list. I doubt curly fries are on that list. Like he, you are a monster. I would, pref- I would rather get truly you being in charge of my food and like regulating it and taking it away from me. That's worse than anal fisting. Way worse. So you, that's a very big revelation. So you know <laughs> that's, that's, that that's how much I care about food. Um, but basically it's just funny. Cause all this stuff is like under like voiceover and this montage of like this, like emails back and forth. And it's like, she's like, kind of like, huh, this guy's, this guy, this, this is sexy. Like she's like kind of smiling. Like, I'm like, this is fucking yeah, disturbing. They're like, emailing. Well, in the meantime, like you got her a MacBook. Why is she still with the flip phone? Why yeah. is she still with the flip phone? Yeah. 
Um, and then she's like, then the next thing she's asking to be tied up and she's learning. So we got, we get like an inspirational montage and then he uses ice cubes to have sex with her. He's using ice cubes and he's like in the mouth and he's putting her all up in her body. She's very aroused. He's like, well, he was just in her apartment. She didn't even know he was in there. Yeah. I mean, he's everywhere. Another Edward thing with another Edward thing. Like also when she looked up the pictures of being tied up, did you realize it wasn't even a real search engine? Do you see that Google was like, oh, we don't even want to be a part yeah, of this movie. Yeah, Google's like, Not sorry. Even, they, they couldn't even get Bing. They couldn't even get Bing to be a part of this movie. And Bing was in Twilight. They're like, yeah, we'll do a demon, you know, a demon immortal child baby with like a wolf who's in love with, you know, a two-year-old. But, oh no, we're not <laughs> doing this movie. This movie is ridiculous. We don't want any part of this. So the email is like, it ends with Annabelle going, I'll be wearing a burlap sack. And he's like, she's so damn special. Like nobody's ever, nobody's ever played back with this email repartee. This is like <laughs> Spencer Tracy, Catherine Hepburn of the perverted sack. I would have loved it if she was in bad bottom and said like, forward this to 10 people in <laughs> seven days. Well, good luck because uh, I just need your bank account. I'm a Nigerian prince. <laughs> um, so- now you think, okay, we're done with the contract. No, you guys, we get a we get a face to face scene in a red room at his office or his house or whatever, and they're going like, uh, page three, I agreed to sticking things in my butt region, like, and like it's like supposed to be cute, but it's like she's like, what are butt plugs? And he's like, I've got so much to teach you. Um, I was like, you're no, you're a literary major, and you just graduated college, and you're literally she's going through and she's. What are butt plugs? And it's like, even if you weren't a literary major, even if you didn't go to college, even if you like, even if like English wasn't even your first language, it literally says what it is in the thing of like, what are butt plugs? It's like, if I was like, hey, what's a stop sign? Like it literally says exactly what it is. Yeah. He's like, have you ever put a plug on your butt? Have you ever put a plug on anything? Well, it's like that for your butt. Um, and so she's like, I need clarification. Um, what is this about suspension? And he's like, oh, that's uh, a lot of people enjoy being hung from the ceiling. And he's like, that's for your pleasure. And she's like, wait a second. He's like, okay, you caught me. You caught me. That's for me. Um, and uh, he's like, it's just something to consider. You know, don't worry about it. Um, it. And he goes, can I just say how impressed I am with your commitment to this meeting? So he's like really like kissing her ass. He's like really buttering up. And he goes, I, would, I will say that she was way more professional about this meeting than I've seen Tom Schwartz from Vanderpump Rules be professional oh. in any business thing I've ever seen. Yeah. And then he really like, really like just kind of like just degrades or he goes, hey, you've been so good about this. What if I sweeten the deal? I'm going to allow you once a week. We're going to go to Dave and Buster's. We're going to do a normal date thing. Like, he, but he didn't say Dave and Buster's. Dave and Buster's. Like, that's where I went like, on my, one of my first dates. Oh, like, sh- I'm that. sure. I'm sure. You did that. <laughs> I love Dave and Buster. She goes, he goes, once a week, <laughs> you can like pick where weird. we go on a date. We'll do normal. Once again, though, if this dude's main thing is to not, like, <laughs> I don't do romance, why are you even messing with the romance part? Why are you even doing that? You're messing with her mind, dude. You know what I'm saying? And also, like, oh, don't don't go to the movies with this guy. You know, he only like watches like foreign films in black and white, like of like the most depressing things. Like I, can you see him watching like, you know, a Wayans Brothers movie? I can't. <laughs> um, so now Christian is speaking at her gra- graduation. She's already graduate graduating you guys. Oh, I'm sorry. When, sorry. Can I say when he says like, 
I'd like to fuck you into next week. Oh yes, he's like one more thing. Uh, oh yeah, and then there's that whole scene where she's just like, "I haven't signed the contract," you know, and he's like, "Oh, you're driving me crazy." Like, I'd like to fuck you into next he's week. Like, like, what you would you do? He's fuck like, her through I, I'd, time. I'd lay, I'd lay you down. That actually would be a cool Back to the Future movie where he's I'm like, saying, oh, "I fucked you through time." This Doc Brown, I want to see. I want to fuck <laughs> you into next week. Christian, your kids, they turned out to be assholes. Yeah, let's got go back. So when you started fucking at us, take your helicopter up to 88 miles per hour. Let's do it. When you when this baby hits 88 miles per hour, your butt plug's gonna see some serious shit. Everybody Plutonium. go back in time. Everybody go butt in time. Um at at so he's speaking at her graduation. He's speaking about all his charity work. Remember, he's a great guy. And uh, then we meet Bella. We meet the Charlie Swan of of the 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 movie. This it's is no her, Charlie. Yeah, he's I mean, just in one scene. It's like her her stepdad, right? Yeah, her step her stepdad got there. Mom couldn't leave. Oh, yeah. by the way, Bob Bob is husband number four. Charlie, the dad, or Charlie, her stepdad is there at her graduation, meets Christian. You know, it's on. And then Christian, they go back to her house afterwards, and he they're, like, toasting with champagne. And she's kind of being, like, she's, like, uh, she's kind of being, what, 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 she kind of rolls her eyes about something, you know? Oh, she rolls her eyes because <clears throat> he, he took her car. He just like flat out stole her car. Well, no, that's not why she rolled her eyes. She rolled her eyes first. And then he's like, if you roll your eyes again, I'm going to have to take you over my knee and smack the shit out of your ass. You know? Yeah. And that was outside her new car. No, 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 no. That was the first time he warned her with the champagne. Then he gave her the keys. She went downstairs, saw the new car, which is like, it's a Volkswagen. It's fine. Like it's better than her old car, but it's not crazy. And she goes, whoa, that's a car. And she rolls her eyes again, and then it's like, "Oh, I didn't know." She, I, I warned I, you, oh, spanking time. I warned oh, you. I didn't. I didn't see her roll her eyes the first time when he was like, are, "Did you just roll your eyes at me?" I'm like, "Are you talking to her or the audience?" Because yes, for both. <laughs> yeah, she does it twice. So the second time is too much, and that's when he takes her up and spanks her. She's got to learn her lesson. Lesson. He got. He's got to learn a lesson. And and I guess the question is, is it worth getting your ass beat for a Volkswagen? Hmm. I go, yes, I go, yes, me, if you would ask high school me or actually me now, like my dream car was always like a VW bug, like Mandy Moore in the, um, I want candy video. So yeah, listen, listen, (laughs) I've had a lot worse done for way less for nothing actually. So yeah, get that car. So I go, uh, I go, yeah, I have a Corolla. So, um, but he, he's beating her, he's spanking her and he goes, welcome to my world. I'm like, it's super creepy. Um, So this is still like, guys, it kind of just kind of devolves into this like really amorphous blob of a movie that you really can't delineate a lot of things. Like it goes back and forth of like, you haven't signed. I can't take you to the butt cave without your contract. Yet she keeps going to the playroom and like, yeah, he, Oh, one thing I will say the second sexiest thing about him besides like he doesn't say like make love is he does a pretty good braid. He like braids her hair really well. Oh, he's good. I can get into that. Oh, he's good with stuff like that. He's good with the small stuff. And, uh, but he's like, he, I just don't get the whole contract thing. And he's like, but then he takes you to the the playroom. Sex jeans thing. When he he like, do you like, did you notice that part? What part? Like the, 
okay, so she like has gone to like the gyno that he like got to pick oh, out. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and so she finally comes back, and it's like, like now they've like decided to be together. So it's like her first time, like really in the like really in the room, like having her first thing done to her. And he tells her like that he like that every time they go into the room, like you're gonna be here, and your hair's gonna be braided, and you're gonna be waiting for me on your knees by the door. That's gonna happen every time. And so he's like, so he tells her to like, get down on the ground, like put her hands like flat on her, like flat on her thighs. And he leaves, he changes out of his slacks. He leaves, he comes back shirtless, but with jeans on. I'm like, (laughs) you have sex jeans, bro. Like that's your, like, it was just very, and then he smacks her with the riding crop. Yeah. And that's, see this is the thing i don't get like this is like there's this back and forth at this point of them going into the sex room he's like tying her up he's like then you know but then it's it really does me this whole part of the movie where he's always like stripping her down and she's like i want you unashamed of your nakedness I want you to be unashamed of your nakedness. Do you understand? And he's like picking out lucky whips for her. And then he buckles I her be like, up. You seemed ashamed of your nakedness, uh, Christian, because why don't we ever get to see you naked? Take so off there, the sex jeans. There's a whole like a Rocky training montage and he's like tying up these knots and all this stuff. And and then like after this happens, they have this sex scene and then they're like doing like a fun dance. They're like, Hey, they're like dancing to Frank Sinatra's witchcraft and they're like slow dancing together. But then guys, she's like a little weird girl. She does like a little <laughs> weird dance and it's like cute. And yeah, when they were dancing to, I put a spell on you and I'm like, Oh, it's oh, that's supposed it. to be I really sexy and romantic. And I'm like, you know, it'd be like way sexier and romantic is if you like, if you and I were like, we're dancing to the song, but instead of like, it being that version, if you played like I put a spell on you, the hocus pocus version, I'd be like, Oh yeah, Christian, this is the hardest orgasm I've ever had. Yeah. Like I wanted in the dancing to that song. I wanted in the dancing scene the butt plug to fall out. Like you just like thunk. (laughs) Rolls on the floor. Thunk, 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 thunk. And then she's like crazy (laughs) dances like woo. So also they throw in a meeting, like a dinner with the family. And he like keeps grabbing her leg during the family dinner. And these, these, this family wishes they were the Cullens. Like this family wishes. Like this is when I was like, Twilight isn't as bad as I thought it was after I saw this family no. dinner. No, and I, I don't understand the the stylistic choice to make Rita Ora look like if Belma Kelly and Vanessa Hudgens had a baby. Oh like, my God! I just realized that was Rita Ora. <laughs> had no clue. Like, I did not know. Poor Rita Ora cannot even get her movie career together. Like that is no, so she sad. Not catch a break. Wait, also, is Rita? Yes, whoa, 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 whoa. A- is Rita Ora nude in the sequels? I've never seen them. Oh, but I, I bet also she want is. to know. I bet she I wonder is. if there is some like weird triangle because like Christian's adopted and like oh my God, Rita, Rita Ora. I wonder. I wonder if him and like if they have some kind of like cruel intentions like sexual like sexual chemistry with each other like how like dexter did with his like sister on dexter yeah Yeah. no i mean i could totally i now i'm I'm fascinated with that read or and do you notice dexter be like that lumberjack spoiler alert in like the worst the end with the half the half beard um rita aura is wearing a um what's her name from twilight wig um, she's wearing an the Alice short wig? little bob, an Alice wig. She's wearing an Alice wig. 
Oh my God. I just noticed it. That's why I didn't think it was Rita Ora. If only the brother was wearing the Jasper wig. Um, so after the dinner, he makes her makes it a point where he's like, remember, you're all mine. Do you understand? He's obsessed. Yeah, you have to go to Georgia because he's. Oh, he's yeah, because so she announces she's going she's to Georgia going to- with your family, you know, and this is the point where I think it's another mind game. He once again goes, you're the one changing me. <laughs> and I'm like, OK. And he also lets us know that. Like, so he lets us know in this love scene or that the woman that gave birth to him, his real life mother was a crack whore and a prostitute. I think they were just a crack whore. And uh, also it's like, once, I mean, like he's sharing so much. It's like, you don't. And also he's, he's sharing this while she's asleep. This doesn't count. So he goes to Georgia. She goes to Georgia. Of course, she upgrades her flight to first class, even though she didn't ask. And then guess what? She's having and like. Te- I don't. Sorry, I don't understand how she's like so surprised when she gets on the plane and the flight attendant's like, "Okay, right here." And she's like, "No, it's all the way at the end of the plane." She's like, "No, your your seats right here." I'm like, "How often you have to be at the airport two hours early? You did not look at your ticket. You did not be like, oh, I'm sitting in like row two A." Like, how do you not realize you're in fucking first class? Like, and if somebody ever tells me that, like, I'll go, okay, I just accept it. I'll go, okay, cool. Like, I don't question being put up first class. I'm not like, sorry, I'm in the back. I'm like, thank you so much. Like, I, I, I think, <laughs> oh my God, I got lucky. I don't even ask about it. That's like, I don't even ask. So he, he, she's having tea with her mom in Georgia. And all of a sudden, guess who shows up? Christian. Christian is there and she's drinking and that actually breaks the contract too, because she's not supposed to be drinking without his permission. Yeah. He texts her another Cosmo question mark. This is such a scary movie. Like this is. If this guy was 20% uglier, it like he would have been arrested in this movie already. Like she would not want him to see him anymore. So this nice family trip all of a sudden becomes a Christian trip takes her on this like special effects plane where he's like flying with her. And she's like, Oh "Ah!" yeah, that death trap. And I'm like, also we already had this beat. We already had a flying. Yes. And she's once again, feeling like she's like, I'm like, she's smiling and laughing and you can tell she's like, I'm free. And also why it's like that plane looks like a giant sperm. I've never seen a plane look like that. It's weird looking. It's creepy. I don't like it. It looks like this seems like a date that would be on The Bachelor. I feel like most of his dates, like besides the butt plug stuff, where I don't know, I don't watch the fantasy suite. I don't watch it anymore. So I don't know what happens in the fantasy suite. They make but love. Like, all, they make love. But there's like, oh, Ryan, <laughs> Ryan. Okay. I mean, I, it's what that happens there. I mean, it's. Oh, uh, code red. Code red. Yeah. Oh, I, I think it's such bullshit. She doesn't get to pick her own safe words. I thought that was the point of a safe word. Yeah. Her say, and by the way, her safe words are like so bland, bland, red and yellow. So bland. Well, she didn't even get to pick them. It was like he, like they, it was like already in the contract, and like that. But that's like one thing that you should get to pick yourself is your own like safe word. Yeah, like mine would be like Batman or like like Chunk from the Goonies, and it would be that full scene. It would be it wouldn't just be Chunk. It'd be Chunk from the Goonies, Chunk from the Goonies, like Sloth. Um, so this happens in Georgia and he has to go back because like a big work emergency happened, which, you know, 
he's all of a sudden like all committed to his business, even though he's spending so much time dicking around with these sex contracts. And maybe that's why he needs to pay attention to his business. And so, you know, he's, you know, so she goes over to try to like de-stress him and they end up going to the sex room again, even though I don't believe the contract has been signed, right? The contract. No, the contract. Never signed. That's when he uses like, do you think it's redundant at this point? I'm like, oh, the thing is his, his accent don't you feel like his accent was like slipping a lot during the movie oh i think so, so many things were slipping like i mean it the was thing is, it's like i i have a problem with i mean unless you are meryl streep or her nipples um it's just like i think a lot of actors if they have such thick accents that it's like they're putting so much energy so much acting energy into fighting that accent yeah that it almost that there is like very little energy left for the rest to try of to be sexy acting. to try to be sexy and it's just like, I think that's why, because I was like, I didn't know he was Irish until like, I like was doing, I was like looking at this movie while I was watching it. And I was like, oh, he's Irish. And then I like started to like hear it a little bit. Cause I was like, why does he sound like an alien who came to earth, like pretending to be a businessman? It's like, if you came and you're like, I'm very business, businessman yeah. with my business. Like, what do I enjoy at various athletic pursuits. I'm just like, why Why do you sound like such a fucking weirdo? And I was like, oh, he's like trying to cover this like Irish accent like so hard, but it's like really bad. <laughs> so, so much, so much accent work. So, so because, so it's because like, so he's like, oh, um, so they, they do this sex thing and he's like all frustrated and all this stuff. And then they get into this fight, you know, it's like, why are you like this Christian? And she's like, because it's the way I am. Um, and then she's like, like, why can't I touch you? Why? And she's like, he's like, Anna, stop. It's the way I am. And she's like, like what? And he goes, 50 shades of fucked up. <laughs> that's, a, that's the line that I like, I laughed so loud at in the movie theater. And that's like one of like, that's like the big climax, like no pun intended of this movie is like their like big fight. And like, I left in a completely like silent theater, but it was like, it was so funny that like, even he can't be facing the camera when he says that, when he says yeah, that line. No, that's he's like, he's like, you see him from the back. He must, you can hear him like kind of see, like you can see his like, you can tell he's laughing. I'm sure. Like he's like, ha ah. but he's like, because I'm 50 shades of fucked up. And I was I'm just like, like that's, that's not even common saying. That's not even a phrase. That's and of course, dummy Bella or dummy Anastasia, she's like, uh, I'm like, you know, she sees this. She's like, I can save him, you know? And she's like, Christian, I need you to show me, show me how bad it can get, <laughs> you know, like, please. Like, so all of a sudden we're back in the sex room again. Like this is two <laughs> sex rooms in one day. And he's like, okay, I'm going to hit you six times. And, you know, Christian's just like, it's like time to make the donuts. You know, he's like, let's do what I do best. Time, <laughs> time to use, I'm going to whip you six times on the old bottom. And, you and know, I'm going to make you count it with me. Yeah. And he's like, one. And he's like, louder. Uh, he's like, you're not counting Anastasia. And I'm like, oh my God, I would so love it if she just went like, all of a sudden like one. <laughs> what <laughs> did it like? It's like, I'll count, but only as the count from <laughs> Sesame Street. <laughs> so that's so the she, only way I can come. So you guys, at first she's like, like on like two, she's like, I can take this. And by six, you guys, it's too much for her. It's too much. She's she crying. She's crying. And she's like, she's like, doesn't like, I mean, and this is the point I do want to point out. We do not have a signed contract. So nothing, you know, unfortunately this is when, when this is people like when Christian get in trouble, this is when she could take everything he owns. You did that without a signed contract, you know? And she goes, she's like laying. She's like, you'll never do that to me again. And I'm yeah, like, she goes, Whoa. get out. She says, get out of like her own room in his apartment. 
She's like, you'll never do that to me again. And I'm like, uh-oh, more contract negotiations, back to the contracts. Um, and so she's like, you'll never do that to me again. But then she's like, I've fallen in love with you. It's so stupid. And then, then I was like, like what why? Is, Besides like, the stuff, what has you guys have never had a normal conversation. Even when you just went out before all this, when you go out to like him at his like mood piano, when she goes out and she's like, it sounds so sad. Everything you play is so sad. I'm like, yeah, have you met him before? He's the most miserable human being like, like ever in the entire world. And so like, when he's like, what have conversation, like normal people, like, well, I'm like, where is this guy at the beginning of this movie? He was like, I'm so great with people. That's how I'm like, so successful. <laughs> but like, also it's like, okay i get you've had like a bad like okay you were adopted when you were four into this like super super rich like successful wealthy family i'm like get like okay like how he says like oh i had a i had a rough start in life okay well like people have like really bad childhoods and like i like i i'm sad for you like that must be like really bad but it's like you weren't like elizabeth smart okay like you weren't like one of those girls held in like that like basement of horrors for 10 years and like they've moved on and they've gone on to successful relationships i saw it on oprah so it's like for you to be like oh my mom did my mom had a drug problem until i was four and then i was adopted in this family and he even says he's like i don't he's like i don't remember her okay well then yeah okay let's snap out of it well you know what's cool all the money you have yeah, like, you know, like, it, you've seen, you've done pretty well for yourself. I, you know, where it's easy to forget about your crack mom, um, in your helicopter. Yeah, like in a, your like hover yacht. Okay, yeah, it's a like perfect it's, place. Um, so the guys, I gotta, I hate to break it to you, but like, I tell my mom to be a prostitute if I got a hover yacht. Be like, peace, Nancy. Oh, good luck. I, I would like, encourage. You know, it. I would encourage it. Um, move the fuck on. Stop being a pusswad. Get over it. <laughs> So you guys, I hate to break this to you, but it really is like, so now this movie is like 10 more minutes and it's just like, <laughs> they're broken up without the contract, but then they're like thinking about each other. And she sends him like a model airplane of the plane they were just in. And she's like thinking of the good times. And I'm like, what game? Like you guys are both playing games with each other and I don't care about either of you. Like, and the movie, <laughs> you guys, I shit you not. The movie ends with Christian getting up out of a chair. Like supposedly, I think the audience like that's like there's I'm not putting any bells or like just getting up out of a chair, and then that's the end of the movie. And the, I mean, like, so supposedly, I think we're supposed to think he's like going to her or something. Like, I've decided I like her because they're like flashbacks to all the fun things that he's put inside her body over the the months. <laughs> and like, I I have no stock in this couple. I have no emotional investment. I felt cold. I felt nothing. It makes us like, we really didn't know. I guess, you know, like the thing is like true. It's like, you don't know what you have till it's like, till it's gone. Like yeah. we really didn't know what we had in Twilight. I might we, go back to watch Twilight. Watch I might this. go back to watch the only, you know, the only thing I would have loved, I would have loved to seen um, Edward hit Bella six times. I would have, I, that I would have, <laughs> I would have been uh, and see if she just moped through that as well. Uh, well, if I was doing a sex contract with Charlie and he was like, Hey, when we get to your sex, like when you get to you, your safe word, I'm like, there will be no safe word for you, Charlie, Charlie, the worst detective in all the lands. If I, there was gonna be a safe going word, on I would, here with all these, it would be vampires. mustache, but you'll never hear me utter it because <laughs> nothing you do to me will ever stop me. I'll never say no. Your secret word is second season of Greek. You're that's your safe word. Second season of Greek. <laughs> that would be in my contract. And also been like, and we have to watch. 
five episodes of Housewives and we get like 20 minutes dedicated petting time to my cats and talking to them and being like, ooh, big stretch like when they stretch. Relationships are so hard, guys. They really are. I mean, that's really, really, that is the essence of this movie is how hard, like how much communication goes into relationships. Um, and, you know, like I also I got to say, like, I feel like I am so I, I'm ready to have a sexual awakening. I feel so vanilla after well, I don't have any kind of secret rooms. You know, like I don't have I mean, I, I, I wish they would have gone into when he's, you know, talking about um, the uh, woman who, you know, assaulted him. And um, but that like they just like really glaze over when she's yeah, like, like, that's like, you know, an I actual fascinating to, wrinkle like, of the story. Where I'm like that, how is that like not like a bigger problem? And he still like, talks even, to her. He still even talks when he to goes her. to George, like when he goes to Georgia, she's like, you know, you had you had lunch or you had dinner with her, and she's like, she's like, well, what did she say? And he's like, you know, what did she say about us? He's like, well, I'm here, aren't I? Kind of like implying that, like you know, like the rapist, um, like the Mary Kay Letourneau told him, like, go to Georgia and be with her. She's upset, and so then it's like after he's like, well, I'm here, aren't I? Like implying that she's the one who told him, like told her to go. Like then immediately, like Anastasia drops the, oh, she's a rapist. She's probably she's like, oh, maybe she has some good ideas. Maybe she's not so bad. But it's like when he brings up anal fisting, I want to be like, hey, I wonder how many times, um, the woman anal fisted you because I doubt many because it's like that is like one thing. It's like men would feel so totally different about sex if it was something going inside of them. Like if something if every man had to experience like something going inside of them at least once they would never think of sex the same ever. Well, to be fair, we don't know where the second and third movies go. Like, I mean, we don't know. <laughs> I, I mean, I, I'm so scared to, to find out guys. Right. I don't think you could ever be like a Dom. Like, I, I don't think you could ever, like, I could see you being like, a submissive and i don't mean that i'm not saying that in like a mean way i i can never see you like <laughs> no i definitely being... can be a submissive i can follow directions pretty much to a t if i'm told what to do well like, you are a submissive just now i'm like i can't see you as this as a dumb you're like i guess so right you're yeah, right yeah, i'll yeah. be a sub. <laughs> you shut up you shut up annabelle i'm a dom my name's my name's ryan dom dom ryan um uh, okay you one guys. of the guys i Oh, actually, I'll tell you this. It's not. It's not <laughs> Wait, flattering. No. no, it sounds like we need to end with this story. No, um, I'm kind of a job creator of BDSM stuff. Um, a a guy I went to high school with, um, who showed up at my work one time when I was working at Abercrombie and Fitch in the Gardens Mall in West Palm, Florida, um, and he had to be um, escorted out by mall security. Um, and then he, uh, chased me on the way home. Um, <laughs> he, <laughs> it was like very scary. Um, uh, he, and he was hiding under the men's polos, the men's, uh, polo table in Abercrombie. And he wrote me an eight page letter all in Latin, which I was like, Luke, why would you do that when you know, I don't know how to read or read. speak Latin. Yeah. Um, and, uh, he was like on a lot of drugs. Um, at the time. Um, and so he came to LA like a few years ago. Um, and we decided to meet at, um, in a public place for, uh, <laughs> drinks. Um, and I was like, so how, like, how have you been? Like how are you? Cause like, we were very good friends. And I was like, Oh, this is like, not, this is like kind of like a Bella and Jacob thing where I'm like, really not that remarkable. And you are very sad. Um, like it was like a very bad dynamic. Um, 
so I was like, so how are you? And he's like, oh, well, I have a very good relationship now. And I'm like, oh my God, that's great. And he's like, I goes, I pay a woman $800 a week to be a dominatrix. And he's like, and I get Whoa. to call her Annabelle. And he's like, and our thing is that I call her Annabelle during it. Oh my God. Oh my God. Oh my God. And what did you say to that? And I was flattered. Like, I was like, oh my God. I was like, then I was like, oh my God, why didn't I just take this like original job where I could have just been like, I could have just been being mean to you and getting paid for it. <laughs> like, can the real Annabelle submit for this job? Like, then I was like, oh, but then I'm like, I'm creating jobs, Ryan. I wouldn't know. I think I could be a Dom, but it would be like, it wouldn't be contract. It would be very like, it would be consent where it's like, I'm going to now put my hand on the nape of your neck. Do I get your, do I get your agreement <laughs> on that? Like, I'm going to put my tongue in. Is that... <laughs> Does that sound uh, acceptable to you? May I put my left hand on your right buttock? And then we just, and then we do a uh, twister. Then we play a game of twister. No, um, uh, no, I, I, who knows? But by the way, I'm not, I, okay. The, I will say this is the, we I think I've told you this before. The weirdest thing that I've ever been witness, not I've seen for myself, but witness of a lifestyle in terms of sex that I was like, no fucking way was that I did this play called Hurley Burley when I was in my twenties. And I was <laughs> stage manager. Was this like really mousy? Not like mousy, like uh, you know. Well, old stage managers, stages, you know. that's really getting fucked. And we were we were talking about like you know you know we did it for like two months the plays and stuff. So everybody became close, but we were out drinking one night, and the stage manager was like, "Oh, my boyfriend!" Like we we're all telling like sex stories, I think. And she was like, "Well, it's pretty crazy with us, you know." And I'm like, <laughs> "Sure, okay." And she's like, "Well, you know, I kind of have this like toolkit," and um and what he had her do was put steel rods in his urethra, <gasps> and that's oh my how god! Oh. If anybody oh know, if anybody has a urethra out there, it is in. It is painful when anything gets near the inside of the hole in your pee pee. Oh my and god! They had a toolkit, and it would be. And this girl was a mousy stage manager, and I was like, "Get the fuck out!" I was like, "Get the fuck out!" It takes all kinds of people, and that's why I'm not sex shaming anybody. Uh, you know, I hate Christian Gray, but it's not for the sex. If I hate him for a lot of other things. So yeah, let, I, let your freak flag fly, but putting steel rods in your urethra is just, it's I was so reading next thing, I guess like a B, like the BDSM community had like a real pushback. Like when this movie came out that they like really hate this movie and were really upset because like this movie doesn't portray it in a positive way where it only portrays it as like the Dom getting pleasure from it. And like that the woman really like was reluctantly like forced into this and that that's not like how like that's not how they want it to be portrayed because it's supposed to be like enjoyable for like both parties or multiple parties, however many parties are happening at yeah. the same time. Um, but it's like, I guess like if I was part of that community and like finally something that's like supposed to like, shouldn't be taboo, um, but like in our like boring minds, yeah. like it, you know, was at that time. I think we now we're like way more open-minded, but it's like, that yeah, it's like not portraying it in the best way, like at all. And I'd be like, no, this is like a horror, you know, like no, we're finally getting like our time in the spotlight. And then it's like, oh no, this is even like this is just like adding to the stigma of it. 
certainly is. And that's what we're here to fight against. We do not want this to be stigmatized at all. So you guys, we will be doing, I believe the other two movies, unless everybody just absolutely hates learning how to be sexual creatures. If I mean, I would love all the baddies. We all just are discovering our sexualities together as you would do uh, listening to a recap of 50 shades of gray. So, um, Annabelle actually is a uh, certified genius and, and to just talk to her about 50 shades of gray is kind of doing her a disservice. So she will be on in the next couple of weeks again, probably to recap uh, something else that is non or just talk about Bravo in general. Cause we spent two and a half talking about an Academy award winning movie. Um, but I do want to draw attention to her podcast Adderall and compliments. Uh, if you don't know, I know you probably know it, but if you don't, Start off with our ones that we recap Twilight. They really are, I think, very uniquely funny. I think they're great. And they're then, my favorite. They well, really, they really are. They are, they really are. Uh, I had my a great Sophie's time. choice out of all of my podcasts. I had a great time doing them, but that does her a disservice to say she's a great interviewer with everybody, and it's just a lot of fun. Her podcast. So as I do with all podcasts, and especially my good friends, go subscribe, go rate it five stars. Um, and and also, like I say this with everybody, if you don't like this podcast or some other podcast, you don't ever need to like do anything mean or like that. Just go find the podcast that you like, because there's a lot of work that we put into this to make it look so uh, gross and skeevy as we have. Yeah, it's two like and a half hours. it's the review version of like sticking like like fire poking like scolding hot rods like into our urethras when we like read like a one-star review we're like why but why <laughs> no um annabelle is there anything that i need to be aware of to promote on the podcast coming up or anything that you'd like us to know oh no not at all this was <laughs> <laughs> um uh annabelle is a recurring guest here so i know you know her uh go check out her podcast keep checking out this podcast um i i've been planning on doing this for a while so i'm just glad we got the first one under our belts and uh please let us know and and let's um let's all let's all be each other's doms and submissives huh is that is that a can you say that is that a that's a nice thing to say right say goodbye annabelle oh bye thank you bye <laughs> bye um Betches.